0: live from gutter cat studios in the metaverse
1: it's time for another episode of the crazy about crypto show and now here's
2: your host Crazy Carl.
1: Hey yo! Oh man, this is gonna be a big one. A stu a superstar is in the building live with us. This is gonna be so much fun. Hello from all around the world, and welcome to the Crazy About Crypto show, an interactive live podcast on Twitter Spaces for anyone exploring crypto and wanting to learn more from others that have already dived into the space. From NFT artists to savvy crypto investors to everyday people just like you and I, this is a place where we can come together and learn about this new wave of innovation. Today's guest has been on my bucket list of people to interview since this show's inception. Seeing his success was a huge inspiration to starting the Crazy About Crypto show. I like to call him the Oprah of NFTs because he has been such an important bridge between mainstream investors and crypto native users. He parlayed years of success as a social media entrepreneur into helping grow his community from his OG Instagram Account Good Life, where he amassed 2.3 million followers covering all things luxury, lifestyle, and community, to creating the most successful NFT clubhouse around with a loyal community of over 140,000 followers. He has shown time and time again that he is committed to helping others learn and grow in the NFT space. It is my absolute honor to share the stage with the OG NFT influencer, Faroque. Welcome to the show
0: yo 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 what an intro fam like <laughs> you got me i was already hyped in the free show i'm even more hyped right now thank you so much and god i love seeing someone taking this this seriously and having intros and setups like that it only makes me more bullish on the people in this space bro oh uh, man it's an honor to be here and i and i gotta say i really really appreciate your kind words man
1: Yeah, of course. I mean, you really are changing the landscape for the space. And whenever we see people parlaying their successes in in, um, social media into this space, it just brings more and more people, uh, education and information. So it's really important. And I appreciate what you what you're doing as well so much. So uh, to start the show, I always ask the same question to start with every guest, which is just give us a little backstory of how you entered the crypto space or the NFT space, whichever came first. And And kind of tell us how you got started down the rabbit hole.
0: Oh, my. Oh, my. Well, guess what? I thought I was late because I entered in January 2021, only to find out that I was freaking early. (laughs) And so and and it's really incredible. And uh, basically, you know, I'm a social media kid, right? I started my first social media pages when I was 12 years old when Facebook came out. I'm 26, turning 27 uh, in six days, and uh, and so you know I, I started out there on social, like I was always a social media native, growing, building communities and this and that. You mentioned my page Good Life, which is actually at 2.4 million followers now, which is pretty incredible. And uh, 26, um, I, 2011 started on Tumblr, 2014 on Instagram, so always early on social media platforms. But I was never into crypto, not because I didn't believe in it, because I just did not generally did not truly understand the blockchain technology, this and that. And I'm, I'm someone who lives with no regrets, but my biggest regret and my only one is that when my friends told me get into this Ethereum thing at like $2, I didn't because I did not have the balls for it. Frankly, I was busy doing my thing. I was crushing it. I was doing well, but I was also in law school and this and that, just being an entrepreneur, and I never got in. And and you know what? It's not because I was a hater. It's just because I just really didn't do it. And and, and then, you know, yours, you know yours passed. Uh, fast forward, uh, tw- end of 2020, December, I find out about Clubhouse. I go on there, and I just start, like, being so bullish on there and just, like, building branding committee on that-, on that platform because, mind you, here in Montreal, Canada, we were super-duper locked down. Locked down, curfewed, and everything. And, uh, and I was building brand on there, and at this stage, I did not know about NFTs just yet. And uh, what's funny is um, is in January 2021, one of my New Year's resolutions was, yo, um, you're gonna stop sleeping on cryptocurrency. You're gonna stop sleeping on this entire blockchain technology. It, you know, like I, I'm, I'm the guy that was always ahead on social media, but not on that, right? And so I was like, all right, I'm gonna start investing. So I made my first crypto buy, like, somewhere around the first of Jan. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so I thought that was late, cause like, but when you think about it, ETH was like sixteen hundred, and we're what thirty five hundred right now, and Bitcoin was what twenties, right? Mm-hmm. And we're forty seven. So when you put that into perspective. It was early as hell. But then with the clubhouse boom, right, I had about 75, 80,000 followers already. And the February, come one night with my buddy, uh, Buster, with whom, you know, I started my clubhouse journey and I've known him for years on social media, building brand. Um, he made this room because he's big into physical collectibles, like really, really big, right? Yeah. And, uh, and he, uh, he made this room called, like, physical collectibles, something else, and NFTs. And I'm like, what the fuck is an NFT? Like, I was like, what is that? So I go into the room, next thing you know, we're just like 100 people jamming and talking about it. Logan Paul comes in, room exposed to 2,000 people. And next thing you know, all these figures who are thank you, X, Theocious, uh, Odious, um, JR, who co founded Oni, uh, and a bunch of different people, like literally like 60 people, rushed into that clubhouse room and just started talking about this thing called NFTs. And I have texts in the back end of me, just not understanding anything. It was like midnight. Um, and, and the room went to like 4am and I just remember feeling this thing inside my soul, literally like I was shivering. I I could not believe it. And I was like, this is literally going to change the world. This community is incredible. It's going to blow up. I've missed crypto in 2014 all the way to like until then. Right. I remember I was born in law school in 2012. And I made a Bitcoin wallet to buy Bitcoin, and I was like ADD, so I closed the window, right? So I was like you've missed every <laughs> single, I'm like you've missed every single opportunity to get in. This feels like Bitcoin 2013. You're not missing out again. So I literally in February when I found out about NFTs, the next morning I woke up, I quit everything I was doing, reduced all my clients that I was doing, you know, for social media stuff, and immersed myself in the NFT space. Started the NFT Club. Boom, got into like hosting. And the rest is just history. But like that was my first like dabble into it. I'll never forget. Like when I found out about NFTs the next morning I woke up and I bought my first NFT. That's it.
1: I amazing. was like,
0: that's it. Yeah, it's uh
1: We talk a lot on the show about conviction uh, because you have to really have conviction if you're going to get into some any sort of investment. And so, I mean, it sounds like you're the same way. I had the chance to buy crypto in 2013. I tried to actually, when I was in college, make a Bitcoin wallet, and it seemed so confusing. I was like, "Forget this. This is not gonna. This is something that's like, if I can't figure it out, and I'm trying really hard, there's no way this is gonna, you know, get adopted." Uh, And so, it's just funny looking back. It's like, wow, but. those early moments are what kind of build us to realize the conviction that we have today, you know? And, and so it's just so cool that you were able to build such a strong conviction because of your, you you know, everything kind of led up to that moment where Clubhouse uh, was launched and your journey with the NFT space on there. And it's just incredible to, to hear someone that's um, had so much success in the social media world being uh, be like, you know what? This is a time I need to get in on this before before I miss it again.
0: Yeah, bro. It's like, I, 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 I couldn't because, you know, I have a thesis I'll share with you about NFTs. I've been sharing it a lot, but to me, you know, NFT space right now is you have crypto OGs and you have social media kids. That's where I come in, like myself. And we all just like merge together through NFTs. But NFTs right now are represented by art which is the most beautiful form of self-expression. Mm-hmm. And so when you look at the the whole spectrum and you look at all the people in the space, it's like we're all builders. Everybody's good at something. And we're all putting our work towards this one big rocket ship that we're flying to the unit. To like, we're past the moon. Yeah. When we say, oh, moon this, we're, we're past that. And so it's so incredible. I mean, just people like yourself, you found what you're good at. Okay, you're hosting this. I found what I'm good at. There's uh, people that are builders in the space. They're good at, you know, there's devs. There's this, like, everybody's good at something. Some people are good at flipping NFTs and trading NFTs, you know. Everybody's good at something. And then we just all got together and we're just all building.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. You see so much building happening and they really say, like, uh, this, that was kind of my my struggle for a while in the nft world is i'm not an artist i have two brothers that are artists one of them i've recently got into the space as well uh and he's creating nfts now but it's just like seeing seeing so much building happening you're like how do i fit in how do i do this and and you're right you just find you figure out what you're good at you figure out what you're passionate about there's room for so many things there's people that are building physical items for you know nft communities you talked about your mug people are making mugs they making uh boards that you know there's so much to there's so much room for growth and you just gotta find what you enjoy and and i think that's the beauty of uh crypto in general is if you find the right uh niche you can really create a living out of doing things you love and it, it may take some time you may only do it part-time at first but I, i've been in the journey since late 2017 and and i was just able to quit I, I was a teacher for 12 years and i was just able to quit my job and do uh, uh, crypto full time because I love. I was like, we we need to start educating people about this space. This is so important, and there's not enough enough of it. And so it's just it, it, one thing leads to another, right? It's just like those doors opening that you talked about, holding that clubhouse, and and it just blowing up. And and there you go. You have you have your in, and you're able to take advantage and and find your niche in the space. And it's so cool to hear that. So one yeah, thing, man, it's, one it's thing so I'm fun. I'm curious about is you have like. You kind of talked about it already, but you have this huge brand that you already created with Good Life and the community there, millions of people, uh, and and probably a lot of businesses that like you to spend time helping them, growing their brands. Um, Can you speak a little bit about how you navigated the space? Because it's like two different worlds uh, while simultaneously trying to build this massive brand that you already started, and then also trying to put your effort and energy into this new passion you have.
3: Dude, it was
0: simple for me. I literally quit everything I was doing. I sat my girlfriend down. I give her even the good life page. I'm like, you gotta run this. I'm out. Like <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, dude, I'm serious.
1: That's amazing. And she
0: crushed it. She grew at seven hundred thousand followers in six months. So oh. it's uh it's um but no, but seriously, like it's just there's there, it's not that much different, bro. Like when you think about it, you know, when when, when you, you know, it's it's just I'm finally able to do what I've been wanting to do for 10 years. Like this, this is literally my 10th year building community this yeah. year, 2021. I started in 2011. Like seriously, I was already doing Twitter and OG memes back like when I was 12 to 16 years old. Uh, but, uh, but I never took it extremely seriously. But in 2011, uh, I took it very, very seriously. And that's where I really started my blog. You know, it was called Mr. Good life. Um, uh, you know, back then I uh, rebranded to good life when I hit Instagram or, earlier. Right after a couple of years after, but you know, it was the 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 shift for me was extremely, um, I guess, simple because when you see something so clear and when you really have the understanding of it, and I'm really I guess blessed and grateful for that, is like we really saw and understood early on that this was going to be uh, a game changer. Mm-hmm. We really understood that this was going to change the world, and I mean that. This is not just like grandiose. Uh, speaking because I want to hype the crowd up or make this a good podcast. Um, It's literally when I understood what we could do through NFTs and the technology and I finally understood blockchain technology, finally after years of trying to get it through my brain. um, Then really, I knew where I was and I was like, okay, and for the first month or two, so February, like March, April, I was like, well, you know, I had this problem, like this, this question I was asking myself was like, well, Faro, you love this space, but what's in your place in the space? I was like, what is my place here? What, what do I want to do? What do I want to build? How do I, you know, how do I do something that I'm going to be both able to make a living and eat, right? Because mm-hmm. that's important. Guys. And at the same, and but I was already doing that. So I had my business. So I'm you know, pretty grateful for that. But I'm saying like, how was I able to like switch this here, but at the same time, be able to impact shift. Change, build, grow, and so it's funny. It goes back to Whale Shark. You know, shout out to Whale Shark because my OG. Like I met him week one, and we became like so close. Uh, he gave me my first ever, um, you know, sort of boost in the NFT space. We met. He interviewed me to the Whale community back in March for an hour and a half, like himself. And uh, and he gave me my first audience. And he told me, "You're the bridge between NFTs and the mainstream mainstream space. Mm-hmm. That's your calling. That's what you're gonna be." And I was like, okay, that's it. This is what I want to be. And so ever since, whether it was through hosting, um, educating, onboarding, helping both celebrities, but also artists and connecting the two, uh, like digital artists that are native to the space, right? Or building my own brand, like the Baroque personal brand, the community. That's all I've been doing since. And um, it's just been so great.
1: Yeah. It's uh, it's amazing to see you just parlaying your success um, and, and, you know like whale shark told you it's really true we need those people like you and Gary V that have these massive followings from years and years and years of building and just you realize the power of web 3.0 and you see what's happening in the space and you know you know it's like Gary V was an early investor in Uber people didn't understand how these things were going to work people questioned them they I had AJ on the show he talked about opportunities with huge companies that they just that even they with being uh, so bullish on the space they missed out on um, and so it's just so cool to see someone go all in on web 3.0 like you and Gary have and um, I'd love for you to talk a little bit about you know when you think about web 3.0 you think about how the world you, you said like the world is going to change and I completely agree uh, maybe we can l- shed some light on on what that actually looks like maybe give you know in, in a year or two from now these uh, these brands that are being built how they evolve and develop do you kind of have an idea i know you talk about it all the time talk a little bit about how the utility and how the brands can grow from something that may seem small now but how they grow to becoming a massive brand because you understand it this is what this is your business this is what you've done for the last 10 years so you get it and maybe you can help others kind of see a light to how this is just the beginning
0: well yeah bro uh you know you're talking about web 3.0 you know, I come from the Web 2.0 world, uh, the same world as Gary V. Actually, my first contact with them was in 2015. You know, I got to meet Gary, and that's the video we're talking about in 2017. I'll try and post the video, it's, a, it's funny. I'll post it as a throwback. But, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's Web 3.0, very simply, doesn't care about celebrity, it cares about community.
4: Mm-hmm. And
0: so, Web 3.0 will elevate any single person who keeps fueling the community machine and keeps giving it to it and giving and giving and giving in a positive way, right? And then it will elevate that person. Mm. And so it's so different than what we've seen before where like community builders, community managers, et cetera, et cetera, it was harder for them to both build and make a living, you know? Mm -hmm. Like Instagram never paid me to build on their platform yet. I built like 15 million followers on there, right? But it's not like they gave me anything for it. I had to go and build a business out of it and grind and do this and do that. And even then I didn't get one tenth of the the recognition of the money that I should have. Right. Given the amount of effort going in there. But when you look at web 3.0 and you look at all these communities being built, or you look at brands being built, the best example, I think right now being the board APR club. Right. Yeah. It's just like, it's just like these, it's, it's so community driven. It's so driven, but like this good vibe, this good energy, Uh, the, 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 the driven by, you know, giving back to the holders given to like those brands that are entering the space going to have to understand, like if you're not coming in to give to the people that have a stake in you, then you're not going to make it right. Like, cause when you buy things in web 2.0 or when you use all these platforms in web 2.0, you're not really getting anything out of it. But now you're seeing, for example, another great company who absolutely nailed the whole web 3.0 mentality, super rare. That after mm-hmm. months of these collectors spending millions of dollars, millions, so much money, they were giving back a token that for some people exceeded the amount that they had spent yeah. if you compare the price in dollars. Mm-hmm. And so that's incredible. And, when, and you saw it with, with, when you have these companies do airdrops, like when the Bordeaux Club gifted us a, a, a kennel, a dog that came with it, that thing's worth five ETH now, like the, the floor one, we're talking about like, you know, what's that like 20 grand, you know, almost, yeah. or oh, you saw the mutants or this and that, like you guys had that with the, with the gang. And then we're probably gonna get that with the cats and this, and like all these companies, all these brands coming out, they understood it. But then again, it goes beyond that. Cause it's not just all about like air dropping something, giving it to someone. It's really, again, like, it's about building this very strong core uh, community That's going to, you know, make it through anything, right? Like right now you're seeing a small pullback in the market and like a consolidation, which is super healthy and it shakes out all the weak hands and the people who shouldn't have maybe gotten in the first place. Right. And I, the strongest communities are going to make it. The people that are actively working on bettering the company, working on bettering the brand and elevating it both in the metaverse. So in this space, but also outside of it, which is super cool. Like when you saw the board eight, Go uh, mainstream with Bobby Hundreds, the Hundreds, mm-hmm. or Larva Labs and the Punks when they broke through Sotheby's and Christie's. Like these are things that just establish the presence of these brands in like the Web 2.0 world and consolidate how we're moving into Web 3.0. In my opinion.
1: I love it. I think that you're. I think you're spot on, and I love how you mentioned the importance of the community because the uh, community that's being built. There's been really famous uh, athletes or musicians or uh, entertainers that have done drops, but they don't engage with the community, and it's almost like it. The 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 system chooses choose them up and spits them back out. The the value just keeps dropping. They're not really truly part of the system, and I think we'll see some of these athletes. They'll start learning. There's a lot of new building going on that's gonna allow them to maybe use you, you know, the tokens they already released, start giving them utility. But as of right now, you kind of even see that with some major names in the space, uh in you know, the cultural world trying to get in, but then they leave, they just drop, take the money, and leave. And and the, the products or the NFTs that they're putting out there, just everyone's like, we don't need that. I mean, they're they're not in the yeah, space. It doesn't work anymore.
0: No, it doesn't work anymore. It's just it's literally like what it is now it's like we're not we're not and i wrote a whole thread about that we're not gatekeeping this community in space we're protecting it Mm -hmm. and we meaning i do it i'm sure you do it and a lot of people in this space do it and we'll tweet about things and we'll write about things and we'll we'll say hey that's not right right and we'll call it out it's not gatekeeping it's just protecting a space that we're trying to build because we don't want it to go to shits like web 2.0 did yeah web 2.0 made a lot of people miserable and depressed web 2.0 is the mentality of who's richer, who's better looking, who looks this bad, this and that. Web 2.0 is about comparing yourself to the next person. Yeah. Web 3.0 is about, I'm doing great, but guess what? I'm going to make sure that you do just as good as me, if not better. That's Web 3.0. And so if if a company or brand, and I work with a lot of them, they obviously know when they see the following on this and that and the hosting, they come to you and they ask you for advice. And the first thing I tell everyone is funny, before I onboard a client, bro, this one question and usually shakes them out i asked it i make sure i ask it live face to face like on zoom or something i go what are you going to do for the space Uh and they go wait what i'm like yeah what are you going to do like let's say you sell out 100k a million two million whatever what are you doing after this and it could be anything from buying work and putting money back into the ecosystem because we need liquidity obviously and that's just basics and then or from building a whole brand and company i think for example we're talking about big celebrities um, uh, and that I think one of them that did it really well as like a comeback is when you look at Steve Aoki's drop in March, I hosted that 80,000 mm-hmm. people came to the room in and out. It was insane. That's pretty much what started it, out, it all when we, we first hosted Steve on clubhouse and the whole like hosting drops that started, but you know, it was a $4 million drop in half an hour. And you're like, okay, what, what now? Because it was that day and age of like open editions that were like 2000 yeah. and we all know what happened to that. Right. But guess what? Team came back, did two other drops. And then they came back and added also utility to the tokens where you could go to the shows. If you have more than this NFT, you could do this, you can do that. There was a burning event and it all brought the value back up, right? So even to the people listening out there that were the celebrities that did a big drop in that, and that, you know, sort of fell into that thing, there's always a way to come back and use that token because that's the beauty of NFTs, right? Yes. You can always come back and give them value.
1: That's what I love is like, I know that there's some of these athletes that have done huge drops, you know, made millions of dollars, and then they got busy, they left, they, they're going to still have the ability to come back and fix that, you know, they're going to be able to use this uh, as a bridge to their fans and their collectors, and I just don't think they realize it yet.
0: Yeah, there's, there's just so much. But the thing is, I'll tell you something, though, when you do a drop, it's more work after the fact than before mm-hmm. the
4: fact. Yeah.
0: Organizing a job, that's freaking simple. Yeah. At this stage. <laughs> you know, you get the art done. You you know, you you work with incredible people because that's easy to find super talented artists in the space. That's like the easiest thing, right? There's probably like 100 of them just in the space right now. And, you, you know, the mechanics, this and that. But the hardest part is the after the fact. And a lot of people are not down to put the after job, the after work. They're not ready to build a whole team around it because that's what you're going to have to do. It's Unless it's a pure, you know, like not all art needs to have utility either. Like we can't always say, oh, but well, what's the utility? Art is art,
4: mm-hmm. you know?
0: Some people drop art, and that art gains value, right? But some of them that, you know, are doing it for pure, like community building and utility be giving back to the stuff, expect to put a lot of work in after that.
1: Yeah, and there's a lot, of, there, like you mentioned, there is a lot of gamification in this. And um, if you're an artist in the space, there's also, you're in the traditional art world, you have a lot of people helping you out. Uh, but it's almost like we talk about, you have to be your own bank. Well, now artists has the potential to bring all of that revenue in themselves, because they can be their own brand, they can be their own company. But with that comes a little work as well, because you're not paying someone dividends or paying them a commission uh, for the work that you used to not do. So I you also see artists in the space that are like, well, I don't like. I don't care if my the value goes down. I mean, they should have bought it because they liked it. But it's also like it is an ecosystem in general. Like you, you are building a brand now, and it's it's interesting to think about. You know, the mindset has to change a little bit for everyone because you're able to create and build um, something that's bigger than yourself in a lot of ways. This th- these art pieces are going to be around, and this is like the digital Renaissance. It, it, it just reminds you uh, of kind of. You know, hundreds of years ago, when major art that was created is still talked about today. And it's just when time passes and we're gone, these art pieces are still going to live on.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And even more now because it's on chain. And the biggest problem that was always like art, like, and I've had so many meetings with some of the biggest traditional art collectors, this and that, is all about the story and the provenance. Yeah. Except that now, the provenance, and sometimes the provenance is extremely hard to find out. Let's like, say so we find a new gem. We had the whole Da Vinci issue. You know, at some point, like this Da Vinci sold for $450 million, Like They didn't know if it was real. This, it turns out it was not his, blah, blah. But, like, now it's all on chain. I'm going to know forever that this piece is a ferocious. And in 500 years down the line, we're going to be able to also see that, you know? So it's it's completely different. Um, it's a complete digital evolution. And, uh, and until, you know, we drop the word NFTs and call it art, then we're not where we need to be yet. Until we're at the Louvre, we're not where we need to be yet. But it's only a matter of time, you know?
1: Yeah, definitely, and I think we're going to see that just probably in the next few years in major art exhibits and museums. I I think it's just a matter of time before it comes. With the uh, the amount of attention that's coming to the space, and now with Christie's and Sotheby's (laughs) jumping in and getting really excited, it's so cool to see the evolution. And I mean, even just like four months ago, everyone was like talking about, "Oh, I wonder if they'll ever pay attention to us." And now it's just like they're doing drop after drop, and you just see the. speed they're fighting over us oh yeah they're
0: fighting over us. you saw the board ape thing they're literally fighting over us yeah it's It's insane incredible
1: it's this is the i mean the christie's and sotheby's is going to become a very much a cultural part of the development of this because i see them transitioning a huge part of their business to it because they see the potential
0: it does but you know what's funny also like uh i was just this just came to mind we were thinking you know even in those auction houses a lot of crypto natives are buying but in my industry, in the marketing, in the media industry, you know, it takes on average a person seven times for them to buy a product. Mm. And so, you know, the more these big institutional auction houses start putting our products, meaning the product of the NFT space in a front of traditional investors and people, then they're all going to start buying one after yes. the other. Mm-hmm. And after that, it's not that we necessarily need them. If you ask me, I think, the NFT space is minting a millionaire every single day,
4: mm-hmm.
0: uh, which is incredible. But it doesn't hurt and doesn't affect. And I think it's not like a uh, what do you call that zero sum game or something. Like it's not like oh one or the other. It's just yeah. all of us together. And but we're the people, like us, you, by hosting this every single day or whatever, and the people listening and showing up and tweeting and sharing and onboarding. You are the people that are shaping, shifting, and shaking this culture.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, this is one thing that I, I also love to talk about because we're seeing more of it now. It's almost, it, this space, how the NFT space compounds on itself is just so fascinating. And it, it doesn't, do. It, I didn't even see it being in crypto for years. It was much more of a lonely space. And that is the biggest uh, driver, I think, with uh, NFTs is now you have community and you talked about the importance of that. But now we're start, starting to see a huge cultural um. Select- celebrities that can shift a whole narrative in terms of the way we talk to people and friends you know rappers that maybe start rapping about nfts i mean it's just insane you see des bryant getting in on the space so talk a little bit about the importance of that shift in in the recent few months of just massive amounts of celebrity attention and once they figure out the importance of how to use the space kind of like uh, Aoki did talk about kind of what we'll continue to see in the next few months to a year as it becomes more of a cultural phenomenon than just a a pocket niche of people that are hyped on Twitter
4: well
0: yeah I mean that's that's the craziest part right it's like I I remember tweeting that last year I'm like yo rappers haven't even started rapping about NFT
4: yeah I saw that like
0: they, they haven't even, and you all know the impact that the culture and specifically black culture has had on every single thing that you're wearing, doing, and listening to, right? The music you listen to, the sneakers that you wear, the clothes that you're wearing, and the, 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 the things that you're buying or everything we're doing, right? These people, the culture, we call the culture, has been driving every single trend. Even if you've studied how hip-hop and has become one of the most listened to uh, genres uh, in the planet over the last like 10, 15 years. Just study, just go and study these numbers and everything. You're gonna see how early you are in this space because that culture is switching over here. Yeah. And a, a good analogy that I put for for bigger picture is Steph Curry <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: changed his photo to a born ape and put that in in the in his bio. Drake has Steph Curry tattooed on his arm. Yeah. Do you understand? Drake has a tattoo of Steph Curry and Katie on his arm, and he raps about Steph Curry, right? When he goes Steph Curry with the shop boy, and then a lot of people do. That is massive. All the rappers entering in the space, that is massive. You know what the next biggest flex is going to be? It's not going to be another Richard Milley, because they already have five of those. It's going to be a punk.
4: Yep, you know, yep. or it's
0: going to be the next big thing or like an ape or this is that, right? I'm, I'm mentioning punk because, you know, punks are like the, the thing, right? They're going to start like Jay-Z switching his, like Jay-Z. That's Jay-Z insane. switching his yeah. photo to a, to a crypto punk. That alone is big. It's like almost as if he doesn't really need to do much more for the space. He's just done it by switching his photo because it's like a testament to the space, right? It's like a cosign. Now, again, it's not like we necessarily, we don't say, oh, we need you, we need you, we need you, but it's just good. It's healthy. It's like, acknowledgement so wait until like these rappers and the people start coming into the space rapping about it writing about it investing in it which they probably already are right right i mean you look at stuff like i mean Nas is one of the biggest investors and he was an early investor in coinbase right yeah like very very early on go look at Nas's investment portfolio it's ridiculous and so and so if you look at all that and how everything is changing you have the biggest you know, VC funds and this, not investing in just brands that are building within the space. It's just like, it's impossible not to see things clearly. I think this podcast can come at a better time and day because we obviously are seeing a cool market pullback right now. And I'm just like, I woke up this morning and I'm like, I I went, I opened my OpenSea, I looked at my wallet and I'm like, damn, this looks good. (laughs) I'm like, this looks so good. There's a punk in there. There's three apes. I'm set. You know what I mean? I'm like, it's like, as if like I was thinking about last night, I could have bought a house when I bought another ape the other week, but I'm like, no, I'm so much happier with this because I do things on a five year spectrum. That was a better decision. Now, again, that's not financial advice. I'm a total DJ. if you ask me, but to me, that was a better thing. Right. So everything's gonna switch everything's shifting already bro they're coming they're, you know there's already behind the scenes conversations. oh yeah snoop Dogg I, already did a job you got posted
1: just, pictures of jimmy uh you know i just had him on the show and he was actually <laughs> he came on the show he had to leave early because he he was in new york city um at the anniversary of the 4040 club for jay-z so you got a uh, you know an nft crypto big shot being invited you know there you don't you might not see what's bi- being built in the background These conversations that are happening but they are happening and when they're things happening. are released it's just going to be massive what you what we uh, see because these guys are smart they're business guys and they understand that the building happens in the background and once they launch you know they know they see the importance of the community they're getting in touch with the right people to help mentor them and it's almost like co-mentorships being played out here and i think you probably well, you see could how crazy
0: talk- this is I'm sorry. I just wanted to touch on what you just said yeah. before you go to the next thing. You know how crazy this is, is you guys got Jay-Z to get a punk, not the other way around
4: mm-hmm.
0: is you guys. I mean, like all these people in here, like the, the community, the, the space, right. It's you guys that got Snoop Dogg to come and do it. Something it's you guys that are getting, it's, it's literally starting here. That's why I say that we're the people shaping, shaking and changing, uh, shifting this culture is because it's all starting here. And I, you know, it's, I mean, obviously I have a lot of background conversations, right? And it's just like it's here. It, I mean, wait know I mean Larva Labs just signed a thing with UTA to go to Hollywood. Like yeah. it's just like it's like it's just, you know, like what does that mean if let's say the board ape yacht club does it, right? What is that like you know, you had like the, the bass jackers, remember the set in Vegas? Oh my they had god the yeah. board of yacht just dancing on a screen, just bumping their heads like that's cool as fuck, mm-hmm. Like we're so 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 damn early like it's just it's so crazy and all the avatar projects like you know they have their different things right like that's why i was so bullish on the cats the cool cats where i saw them it's like i'm like yo these little things are so cute and like there's no weed there's no drugs there's no alcohol none of that and i'm like this is super media friendly yeah and then what happens time magazine time the biggest most notorious magazine on the planet okay which has a massive listener, reader, reader base and everything. It's been around for almost 100 years. It's 1923, I think, or something like that. Did a collaboration with them. Like, this is just so massive. And then there's it, it's just, like, so early as well, right? You go look at, like, uh, the, the owner of Time. He bought it two years ago, Mark Benioff, for $10 billion. His Twitter banner are cool cats. Like, it's just little <laughs> things like that, yeah. right? It's just, like, it, it's so... Like the silver lighting is just, it's, I, you know, like months ago when I joined in February, March, like you had to really dig in to understand, right? You're like, oh, okay, maybe. Yeah. For me, it was always like flagrant, right? But now I have, as of a week ago, which was a super big, like, kind of, Topish signal like a local top signal i want to say which is why and then we're seeing a consolidation. everybody all of a sudden is mentioning yo what am i buying what am i buying what am i buying
4: I'm like yeah. yo i'm not answering
0: any of you guys that's that's i'm what not I... answering because i'm scared first of all second of all follow my twitter there's enough content on there and i just can't cater to too many people one-on-one but it's just so in front of everybody's freaking faces now mm-hmm. it's nfts and that's what's
1: happening I love that you mentioned that because uh, that's uh, part of the the purpose of this show. There's so many uh, Twitter spaces about shilling projects, talking about what's coming up next, what analyzing projects, and it, that's kind of part of the reason I, I wanted to start a show like this because there's real. It is important for people to sit back and remember that. You you shouldn't really ever be taking advice from someone else because then you don't really have the conviction. You're just trying. I, I was it's a, it's funny. My neighbor, I was talking to him about my success in NFTs, and he's like, okay, um, I think I can come up with five thousand dollars. Tell me what to buy. I'm like, no, that's that's not how the this this is just a bad way to get involved. You need to get on Twitter and crypto Twitter and start learning because if you don't take time and you don't have conviction and your investment goes down, you're just gonna get down on and be like, wow, this is it's stupid. Why did I listen to this guy? You need to understand what's happening. If you don't get it, if you don't take the time to listen to these spaces and and listen to, you know, other people's journey, then it's really hard to really figure out um, if this is for you. And eventually it's going to be for everyone. It's just a matter of time. But I think it's really important to understand and have conviction about it. Because like you said, until you had conviction, there's not really any purpose of investing
0: absolutely and you should never invest without conviction in anything in general like in in the metaverse and nft space or in real life and like uh, i mean this this is real life we know like in like stocks or this or that or like even a house like you don't you don't buy a house and invest in real estate in a neighborhood that you haven't researched you know what i mean like you yeah. don't just go buy some depreciating house in like some neighborhood that you know is going down, right? You do your research, and then you go, you buy a house in this, okay. They're building this around it, that's what they're doing. You know, kinda of like the roadmap, right? Be like, oh, this area, they're building a style, oh, Starbucks open here. Like, you do your research for that. So it, there's no reason why it wouldn't happen for this. It's not just come some influencer pumped it or talked about it, or because someone's saying like this next big thing that it is, right? Yeah. And, and that's what I tell people, it's like, yeah, even when I write about things and you know, since it's on the blockchain and obviously everything I buy, like I don't use a secondary wallet, or whatever. It's like all open. And so people obviously can see my verified opens and everything. So when I buy something, like I write about it and I say, this is why I personally did it. And this is what I see. If it will work, maybe. And if it won't, then too bad, you know? But that's what people need to understand. Especially right now. Like I'm getting a lot of messages. Like I got a DM from someone. I'm going to go message- answer them after. It's like, hey, I bought a mutant at the top. I'm like three east down, but I'm I'm like... You know, it's just, it's just like, there was so much frenzy and euphoria, like -hmm. things like that just had to happen. And then like, you know, and then we, we, we go on for another run
1: yeah and you have to understand trends you start to see it more as you're in the space longer you you start to figure out that kind of stuff but there's learning experiences i mean i've i lost as an investor i I lost tens of thousands of dollars before i started making a lot of money it's because every time i lost money i had to go back go back to the drawing sheet figure out and if you're new to investing and this is kind of where you're starting or maybe you've dabbled in investing in the last year i mean everything since the pandemic low has gone up and so you are almost have this euphoria of people feeling like they can't lose but there's always going to be corrections and you always have to be careful and i love that you're you always are transparent about that in your posts about having you mean you kind of talk about that conviction and you need to understand and don't just go buy something because i t- i talk about it like get to know and really see if you believe in it because if you're just trying to make a fast buck and you start losing that's when that's where those paper hands come in and I, and i also admire you so much for being transparent and sharing your story about losing. I mean, you had a a huge learning uh, moment when you lost your keys to your your first wallet that now, looking back, has hundreds of thousands of dollars of NFTs inside. And so I just want to shout you out for that because I really, really respect that. I don't think people sometimes talk about, uh, especially big investors, talk about their losses a lot or the learning moments that they have. And and when you're in a spotlight, it's so important that people have an opportunity to learn from our mistakes not that it won't happen to them because maybe they won't listen or they have to figure out on their own but maybe we stop 20 people 30 people from making the same mistake and that makes it worth it so as we continue to work and onboard new users what's the number one thing that you try to communicate and convey to people about this new uh technology because there is a lot of security that you have to understand when getting into the space
0: Oh my, it's just like, you know, it's a lot to unfold here, but, uh, you know, you just gotta, you know, you gotta, especially right now, just protect yourself, you know, make smart decisions, do research, protect your keys. Of course, uh, don't open like, you know, links that you're being sent and this and that, you know what I mean?
4: Mm-hmm. And it's
0: just like, just, just make sure that with, you know, in this space, this new technology, I mean, it's, it's so, so, so new. And the barrier to entry is kind of still a little tough, right? Like, the only way you can buy enough these like MetaMask, and MetaMask is not the yeah. best the easiest. Like, gas prices, you know, like mm-hmm. you can lose a lot of money. I have lost so much money at gas prices I understand <laughs> them, right? And it's not shit. Like, it's just, you know, I think, you know, it's like a big buyer beware in the way, like, you have to educate yourself not only on the NFTs and the project, but you have to educate yourself on the actual technology. Yeah. Like what, what the hell is Metamask? What's a wallet? What's Ethereum? Why am I buying Ether? How do I buy Ether? Uh, and what's a seed phrase? Where do I store that? How do I save it? How do I not lose it? Um, you know, it's like uh, it's just there's a lot, a lot of education that still needs to be done and that is being done. There's some great people out there doing it. And that's why I think, uh, you know, education is the single most important uh, thing in the NFT space right now, because uh, education is going to help us not only onboard more people, but protect them and make this space even greater than it is today. This is the best industry on the fucking planet. Mm -hmm. I will literally debate with anyone. We're in an industry where we wake up every morning and we all say good morning to one another. Right. Do you know how fucking awesome that is? like you know like the first thing i do when i wake up literally is open twitter
5: like mm.
0: i don't check my texts emails instagram and I, i'm on an instagram like i have all my following and stuff on instagram i jump ship almost i don't open anything else i go to twitter i'm like oh what's my homies up to yeah. i'll go out at night to the club i'll still be on twitter <laughs> like it's just like and the thing is people around me just got to understand that it's like oh okay he's on twitter again and it's like but it's like it's like a i call my phone the portal I open my phone and it's just so fun. Like, I want to know what you're up to. I want to know what these is tweeting about. I want to know what Lee's doing. I want to know what that guy's doing. I want to know what's, ba- you know, like, it's just, like, it's so exciting. You know, I want to see what, I, it's not, and I even, like, I changed my avatar based on my mood.
4: Yes. Like, I'm uh-huh. feeling,
0: lately I'm feeling like this ape, you know, he's like, you know, I've spent a ton of money last month collecting. Like, okay, I'm like. I'm on my art collector vibes right now, you know? Like, he, he gives me that vibe, you know? <laughs> he gives me the vibe of the guy that knows what the fuck he's talking about.
4: <laughs>
1: I love it.
0: But like, but, like, even when I tweet, like, or it's sometimes, like, you know, I'll switch to my punk. It's like he gives you the vibe of the guy that really got it at the right time, and he gets it. But, yeah. like, and if I'm feeling all hyped up, and, I, and, I, and like, and I'm, I'm really happy and this and that, which I was going to switch to probably later today, it's like, I'll be my cool cat. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, like, it's just so fun. But you know what's funny, though? I'm never switching back to myself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. You know, that's a cool part about this community. I love how you started the interview talking about it's not about what we look like. And, you, you know, it's funny. Like, it's not about what you wear. It's not about if, if you what you're doing. It's all about how you act. And that's what makes this space so cool. Exactly, and dude. In Web 2.0, we were the product. The people were the product. People were making money off of us. And you see see that that's why I think you understand and the potential is because you see how everyone has used Instagram and Facebook being in social media and seeing the power of how it was almost taken away from us it was started as an easier way to connect and now we are all products of these huge corporations and now it's time for us to take it back in the most beautiful way we can create that destiny for ourselves but with that there's there's some weight too like you have to figure out how to to secure you know you need to understand metamask you need to understand what decentralization means you need to understand that if you have your wallet uh seed phrase stolen or malware attacks your phone and you didn't write it down that you just lost everything because it's not MetaMask's fault they've created the tech they they don't have your seed phrase because they want you to be protected so it's just important for people to understand that that you have control of your own destiny now but with that does come some weight and you have to make sure to constantly educate yourself every day and and coming into spaces like this or there's been lots of spaces about security it is such an important way because we are our own bank now we are our own industry and we create uh the potential we are the community and i think it's so cool um but with that you know there's also the weight of you know instead of facebook just being able to tell us a new password we don't get that anymore now we have to take responsibility for that
0: Exactly. It's like the responsibility is on your hands and I just wanna go back quickly to what you just touched on at the very beginning of this. It's like with these avatars and stuff is I could care less about your skin color, about your religion, about your beliefs and this and that. As long as you're in this for the community and that you want to build with us and together, like we're all in for that, right? And I think that's the beautiful thing about that. We don't worry about what you're gonna what you're wearing or how many uh pieces of supreme clothing you got or your Yeezys and shit. And I got all that stuff and I love it. But <laughs> it's like People value and care for what you bring to the space, the knowledge, the help, whether you're collecting, so you're putting liquidity, whether you're sharing, whether you're hosting a podcast, you're hosting knowledge. It's like we're all even here. Yeah. We're all equal. And that's why I say Web 3.0 is about, you know, communities, not celebrities. Like the, the celebrities now have to, you know, in the Web 2.0, they're like above in a way, right? Yeah. They're seen as such. Mm-hmm. I never treated them as such, but they're seen as such. But, um, but you know, uh, when you when you look at when you look at this web 3.0 thing right now it's all going on it's like we're all on the same level yeah. you're not better than me and i'm not better than you at all and that's what some everybody that comes into the space has to understand and that's how you're going to be extremely successful and that's a beautiful beautiful thing it's like we're it's almost like nfts are eliminating xenophobia and racism
4: yes. i'm i'm uh-huh. dead
0: serious like mm-hmm. there's a cultural uh, and mental shift that's happening where you, you can only hear my face, but before spaces and clubhouse, like you could have maybe just seen my, 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 my eight and you would never guess what's my culture. But mm-hmm. little do you know, I'm Persian. I'm born in France and I live in Canada. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's just like, there's so maybe my name, but what if I was in a but it's like, there's yeah. just so much going on behind us that we just don't care anymore about those yes. things. And we just care about the mutual feeling of growing together.
1: That's what I love about. Uh, a lot of people ask me if I'm gonna, you know, come out and say who I am, or. But it's really cool to build an identity as an anon because it's gonna become more frequent in this community that you won't necessarily know who someone is. You you only have their character and the way they act in the space to judge them off of. And and I think once we start seeing anons, I mean, you're already starting to see it with massive collectors. But once you can build in this space as an anon because you've built that trust and you've built that respect, I think that's when we kind of see an evolution too of people realizing they don't you, your identity is about how you act it doesn't matter what you look like or who you are or if you, you you don't know if I have radio shows you know that I've been doing for years and years it doesn't matter because all that matters is what we're putting out there and the content we're creating for the community so I love amen. it
0: amen all right
1: you know what we're gonna i i feel like i just could grab a beer with you and talk about stuff for hours now this has been so fun but i do want to go for hours (laughs) yeah yeah we could we could end up being on this space for way longer than it was scheduled for and i do have another question but i want to make sure that we have time to bring community up as well it's so important to this show is that we get people have a chance to talk to you and ask questions about your journey so if you do have a question we're going to start bringing people up in just a minute for community corner so start hitting that request button or go to the top and ask your question there and I'll be checking it out. Um, but in the meantime, I do have one more question and I wanted to end with this because I wouldn't do the gutter cat gang justice without talking a little bit about Crazy Carl. You know, you're a huge advocate of the punks and the apes and the cool cats. And I love it because you really vibe with the communities like you talk about. But you know, Crazy Carl uh, is a gutter cat. And I, and it's really important for me because we do a lot of jabbing and friendly cat duel Uh, on the Twitterverse, but it's important um, to talk about kind of how the intersection of these communities um, start coming together, and that it's not always about... you know, animosity that we need to continue to build each other up, especially blue chip projects that are really starting to grow in the space. So I just would love for you to talk about what you saw in the communities that you decided to join. And then um, as you get to know more gutter cats and see kind of the community that that's happening there, if we if we I don't want it to be too late for you, because I know there's a lot of projects where you're too late. But I need to figure (laughs) out how to get my friend Farouk a gutter cat one of these days.
4: Please, man. <laughs> you <can't>
0: agree, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> sorry that was just so funny it's like the most impressive chill i've ever heard in my life i'm just kidding <laughs> no it's just it, it was good it was good i, I gotta say and I, I gotta give you guys a freaking ton of credit because uh the the community that's been built uh and the. <laughs> but, but you you know, you That's know, so you knew. Know, like
1: Farouk knew. Eventually, guys. I was going to have to talk oh about gutter God. cats on this this oh po- my God, this that podcast. So
0: funny. First of all, first of all, and this is what I'm going to do because I'm not an asshole and I'm not I'm not a I don't have an a immense like a ego type of guy. I'm going to apologize to gutter cats for calling you guys a boarding rip off. I think I did that on Twitter or something. I think a few gutters, you know, didn't appreciate that. So here it's on the record. I just want to say I'm sorry about that. Wow, and, that's uh, big. And, that's uh, huge. And, and, and second of all, you know, you know it goes without saying, you know when I say you know, top one, two, three is because I have my vision. I understand the I see, so here's the thing. So the reason why I always played the Cool Cat so high in my book is kind of why I already alluded to that earlier. Is because okay. they kind of came up with this whole cute avatar thing uh-huh. and they were the first to market that and then everybody started sort of doing that too right kind of like you know how the board ape came out and then everybody now it's like most projects are like a board ape just like they use the Bored ape traits and then they yeah. come out with them mm-hmm. right and so and so when i see when i saw the cool cats is is the first time it was like it was eight weeks ago i think it was like 0.14 0.2 i forgot i, I got my super rare cat like one that. Right then that's how cheap they were And so it's after hearing the the story and I got to I got to interview the four co-founders and most most importantly the artist, Klon. And when I found out that it was his tenth year doing that, and I could relate to that, it was my tenth year doing what I'm good at. And 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 I was like, Wow, like, you know, we're talking about an artist here that's been doing this for so long, and if he's been doing this relentlessly for ten years without really seeing success, then imagine what he's gonna do for the next ten years after he's seeing success, right? I'm like, What? (laughs) Right. It's like but it's the same thing when I found out about the board Apes. I got my first board Ape on May 1st. They yeah. were minted, sold out on, on April 31st. Like, I was a day one. I sniped a 67th rarest Ape at one eth back then, right? That's in the lost wallet, of course, now. But you talk about a million dollars, right? And we were so early, like, we were just chatting about board Apes was, like, 0.2, 0.3, 0.4. We were, I have a recording of me getting excited about the floor hitting 0.4 after being at 0.2. <laughs> right? And when, now the floor is, like, 45. When
1: it passed me, Bits, <laughs> it was a huge deal. All right, all right.
0: So like, we were like losing it on Clubhouse, right? <laughs> so it's like, but you see, but the thing is, I, I, I look for, I always look for like, I look for a couple of things. I, I, look first and foremost the community being built around them, and second of all the founders and what they really plan on doing. Now you know the, all these roadmaps, a lot of them that you're reading here and there, like it's, it's complete. Like everybody now will say oh, we're going to create a game, but you know how hard it is to create a game. Oh
4: my god! Like, yeah. Come
0: on, you know, like come on. So you know the, the roadmaps have to be easy. And what I liked about the Cool Cats, like the founders, like listen that's our roadmap. It may change. There might be this and that in the way, but like they never had thought that time magazine collab would be on the roadmap, but they made it happen.
4: Yeah. You know
0: what I mean? So it's like, so it's like when roadmap can be, if it's too loaded and too ambitious, eh, like you might want to be careful with that. Right. And second of all is the feel good community. So I remember when I entered the cool cat community for the first time I got to the discord, I'm like, Whoa, I'm getting like Bored ape vibes here.
6: Mm-hmm. And I'll
0: never forget. Like when I bought my first board ape, like, Dude, I went to brunch at my mom's, and I was like, Mom, I just did something. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I just felt that feeling too with the cats, which is something that I didn't feel with any other community. But then again, that doesn't belittle or make any other community less good, right? Yeah, like I love you said that you at the said very that. beginning of this podcast, it's like there needs to be a lot of community. There's 7 point something billion people in this world. So until every single person has an avatar, has their profile, like online, I don't know how many users are on social media. Like there's like 1 point 2 billion people on Instagram. Until like the, every single person has an avatar, we're not there yet, right? Yeah. So think about it, like how many times ten thousand can you do a project, right? But the thing is, you know, I think there's a lot of them that are great, and a lot of them that I'm excited to look into. You know, you guys, what you did with the gutter cats, which is crazy. Like the supply is limited. There's only what three thousand, mm-hmm. and uh, and um, and um, there's only three thousand of those cats. And then there's like you guys have built the whole thing, like the gangs and this and that that's cool. And that, you know, it's gotta, it's gotta be highlighted. I think that we've built something great and I'm curious to hear more about, you know, the, the what they're about to do after, but strong communities, like I said earlier, are going to make it because in times where there's consolidations, pullback and a slowdown, only the strongest communities and the founders who are really here to build. So like the real builders are going to, to, to live through those. So that's why that's... I, I always say like, Oh, like punks. Number one, obvious reasons, uh, but board ape second and cool cats third, but that doesn't dismiss the gutter cats. That doesn't dismiss another project that I'm extremely bullish on, which is the Oni, right? The zero and one force, which was founded by four of my friends who started on Clubhouse seven months ago, and them too started from nothing, right? Yeah. So when I see that, I'm like, whoa! And I know they're building cool stuff. Why? Because they've been at this relentlessly. It's like people who in times where shit hit the fan. Last April, remember last April was mm-hmm. a shit show for the it NFC was, space. Yes. It was the worst month ever. There was articles on like Wall Street Journal this and this, not saying that the bubble is popped. that we're all yep. going to zero.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. The, the volume like went way down. Yeah.
0: Remember the volume was down 90%. Yeah. It was insane.
1: 90%. And then these avatar 90%. projects just kicked it back up in the full Correct.
0: Year. Exactly. That's why I'm like, you know what? Like I'm looking at my portfolio. I'm happy. And while there's a consolidation, I'm going to keep building brand like a savage. Yeah. And then... There's going to be this one catalyst. Like, I don't know, maybe it goes so cheap and a big fund comes in and sweeps the
7: floor.
4: Oh, yeah. You,
0: like, there, there is, you know how easy, like, there is so much money out there. Like, I'm talking about U.S. dollars. There's so much people with money. There is so many institutions, corporations, millionaires, billionaires. There's so many. And they're all looking at NFTs. Yeah. All of them. So all these communities that you're seeing, the strongest will continue because when someone like wealthy or this or a celebrity or, the, or a step three type of guy, what do you think they're buying into? They're buying into the art that looks dope, but they're also buying in the community that's behind them, right? Mm-hmm. And that's it.
1: Yep. Yeah. And I think it's so important that you mentioned one, the community is the essential part, right? If you're building a strong community, there's no way that it's going to go down to zero because the community won't let it. So that's number one is that community. But number two, you talked about the developers and all the developers that you that you talked about, the punks, the apes, the cool cats, and the gutter cats, and there's several others where the developers, as the space evolves and they find new utility and they find new ways that they can do things, it's just they they take advantage of those opportunities. They don't sit back and they're not, they're not waiting. They're finding ways to implement utility for the community. And you see that time and time again. I mean with the Guttercat gang, they're the guys that are in charge of it, they they are early crypto guys too. They understand how these two uh, markets are going to continue to intersect. And you see that with the way they're building a DAO now where each Guttercat gang is going to be uh, a part of a DAO that the community is going to be getting funds and the devs are seeding a bunch of huge assets that are going to be in the DAO, and so those types of moves, you know, that's what brings new people, and that's what shows wow, these guys aren't playing around, they're really serious, and and you see that um, you know, the the apes just did something so cool where you blend you know, the the serum with the ape, and you get Dude. these cool things, I mean, that's a whole new Damn. aspect of utility, you know, it's just they're constantly innovating, and when you have developers that are innovating and not giving up and continuing, continuing to drive uh, value. They're 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 not ever going to zero. These communities, like people say it, but we all are all going to make it. But I do, I will have a standing offer for Rogue. We both. I have a ton of gutter cats. You have a lot of uh, cool cats. And so we, I think there's a there's an opportunity where we can kind of help intersect. I, neither of us Ooh. are in the other community, and maybe we can uh, we can talk, and we'll we'll figure out maybe a cat. One to one? Yeah, maybe we are trade we one to one, 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 or figure something out so that we can both be a part okay. of each other's communities you know i think that's where it comes in intersecting helping other communities gain uh new people because i know i would love to have you be a gutter cat and i i honestly would love to be a cool cat too so i think we can done. talk and figure something out
0: done we're, we're done we're gonna make uh, it happen type my first name type my first name in open c unfortunately i only have seven cool cats i wish i had 70 but sometimes sure i'm gonna end up with 70 <laughs> and <laughs> and uh and go look at them and you know if there's one that you know really catches your eye let me know and i'll do the same and let's do it you know what this is what this space is about dude exactly this is exactly what this space is about i think the floors are similar i mean obviously your floor is higher but like i think uh one and a half to eat but we'll figure something out yeah and, definitely uh, i'd love and, to do uh, that and, and 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 let's do it because just because the way you've said it i, I This is like, I can't not say yes to this after having been preaching a community for the last hour with you. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's just it's just it's just beautiful uh, this is this is cool this is literally what this is all about
1: i love it and you know what it's funny because jimmy just got in he also wasn't a huge supporter of gutter cat gang at the beginning but he's really close with jerry Maguire 2.0 who's working with des with personal corners and jimmy just got in the gutter cat gang and so it's like you said it's about the community at some point it doesn't matter how you think the drop win or at some point it's the community that evolves with the the project and that's what you want to be a part of and and being friends with you, you know, makes me want to be part of the cool cats just as much too, you know? And, and it's, it's having that, uh, that selflessness, right? You know, it's not about, oh, I'm cooler. I'm better than you. This project's the best. It's about working together to, to intersect and keep pushing everything together. And that's what I love about, you know, even like this opportunity to, to pitch that to you and you being so open be like, yeah, let's do that. And, and we can both join each other's communities. That's, that's awesome. And I'm, I'm super pumped.
0: Yeah, man. Let's do it
1: all right let's get to uh some questions we got a lot of people requesting i'm so sorry if i'm not going to be able to get to everyone because there's so there's many a lot requests of in here. yeah man yeah. this show <laughs> I, I give you all the props because this my shows usually are a representation of who's on for that day a- and you are you know you're a legend man so this is huge and i'm so glad that you came I on the show so you're gonna love this faroque especially now that you're about to become a gutter cat here's the segue to community corner Get your catnip and questions ready. It's time for you to take the stage for another segment of Community Corner. What do you think, man?
4: I like love... crack me up, dude. Hey. I, like... <laughs>
1: you know that can work hey, for the cool cats on? too. NFT's Anonymous is repping his his gutter cat. No. I had to bring him up. He had he wanted to come up on stage, ask questions, hang out. NFT's Anonymous, thanks for coming up. Go ahead.
8: Yeah, for sure. First off, gang gang, shout out to, I see BT there in the audience. Uh, but yeah, definitely shout out to gang gang, uh, Farouk shout out to you. Of course, you know how I feel about you. You're like my idol in this entire NFT community. Um, really want to follow in your footsteps as far as the energy that I promote to a larger audience. And really, I got that from you and clubhouse and we've talked about that, but, um, no, I mean, it's great to hear that you're open to joining the Gutter Cat gang. I was a previous Cool Cat community member, and I ended up liquidating my Cool Cats to get in further into the gang. But with that said, they're both amazing communities. They're both preaching really positive values and inclusion. And, you know, Farouk, you really touched on it uh, perfectly you know, before as far as just talking about all of the traditional challenges and problems and differences that people try to exploit and really focus all of their attention on you know through traditional social media and in the real world and what we're seeing in the nft community is the exact opposite like you said it doesn't matter what color your skin is it doesn't matter you know are you a male a female you know it it doesn't matter any of those, those differences, because what we focus on in the NFT community is coming together with a shared passion and, you know, vision for the future. So Farook, again, you're one of the ones who's really like inspired me. And so I had to come up here with this, you know, amazing audience and just share that. The one question that I had for, you know, whoever wants to, you know, hop in is, we talk about how the nft community is expanding we talk about how most of these collections are maxed out at 10,000 now granted they're doing companion drops to try to expand their community right like gutter cat gang has the gutter rats they're going to have you know a a second companion a, as well in the near future um got uh, uh board apes right of course they just did 20,000 mutant ape yacht club and now that is a community that has has scaled and has allowed for more people to enter and feel a part of it. So my question is, it seems like 2021 really has been the catalyst for this NFT movement and really what's turning into a revolution of sorts. What if we had a POAP And it was instead of it being there's only you know, a 1000 of these available 10,000 of these available, we say, this is going to be open for a week, maybe even a month. And whoever, you know, wants to collect it goes in, there'll be a process for collecting it. And then everyone can have that identifier, that badge of honor that you were there at the beginning of this movement and that we were all in it together. That's my idea.
0: I like that. First of all, <laughs> thank you so much. I know you, you, you've said it multiple times, so I really, really appreciate what you just said. It, it makes me happy to hear that, you know, you know it's at least inspire a couple of people to do their own thing and keep educating because i can't do it on my own you know like there's a can only like there's so many projects so many people with you know we only have so many hours in the day so if we the best way to divide ourselves is to have somebody else do it as well and now there's two of us and there's three of us and there's ten of us it's a hundred of us there's a thousand of us right so i think it's the best way but you know i think you know i haven't looked into it just yet like that but i like it i think I mean, Tom is in the audience, but maybe you can look into uh, the depth for the Cool cats. But I, I'm I i have not looked into it enough yet. But they're doing something with the um, with the uh, with paper cats, and I think it's going to be able to like just unlimited mints. Like I think anybody is going to be able to. I, I don't take my word for it, but something with the paper cats, and I'll do more research about it. I'll ask Tom to refer me to a tweet, and I'll share it to my Twitter. But I think they're doing something similar. It's going to be cheap, and it's going to be able to have everybody just kind of be part of the fam with a low tier price. Cause when you think about it, like the mutants right now, most of the people are priced out already, right? Like the floor is like five ETH at some point. I think it was eight ETH, but five ETH. And by the way, ETH is ripping right now. It's like 3,800. You're looking at like, you know, almost 20 grand, uh, which the average person cannot get in at 20 grand. Right. Especially if they're trying to work their way up and, and trade. Right. And a lot of people try to do that. So I, I like it. I think it's a great idea. Uh, and I think it's going to be able to further make um, communities just, endlessly grow, just like fractionalization, right? Remember when these fractionalizes pipe uh, uh, punk and then everybody in the Twitter space had the punk as a profile picture, well, guess what? They own a piece of it, and if I were to fractionalize my punk or or my cool cat or my ape, well, I would want everybody to rock it because, first of all, it further uh, uh, consolidates the brand, right? The Faroque brand or the punk brand or this and that, and second of all, it allows more people to kind of be part of the game without necessarily having to dish out their life savings. So I'm all for it. And I hope that more people uh, start to do that because as we want to onboard more and more people, so let's say the paper cats, I don't know what it is, but I think it's going to be super cheap and there's going to be unlimited amount of minutes and this, that you can get in. Maybe it it doesn't give you the same access as the main ticket, right? Like for the gutter cat, the main ticket is the gutter cat. And then you have the rat, then you have the other stuff For the board apes is the same thing. The big ticket is the ape. Then there's the mutants and there's the kennels. Obviously, when you get an airdrop for a, 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 a kennel, it's not as big a deal as a airdrop for the ape, right? Which is normal because people get into the ape paying like 50 ETH minimum, right? So um, I think, you know, if there's a pull-up or this and that, whatever it's called, um, it would be great. And I'm excited to see uh, what brands are going to do next to onboard the masses and to be able to make them on board without spending rent and their food money on that.
1: You know, it also reminds me a little bit of, um, you know, Warren Buffett was a genius with how he structured stuff where he had like, uh, you know, Berkshire Hathaway, Class A and Class B stocks where more people could get in. And it's just similar with like NFTs now. You're going to see, you know, an area or like a way to invest for maybe smaller investors that can't afford with some of this fractionalization. Um, But then you still are building like this massive empire with the with the main brand. And so everyone can kind of grow together. And I think we're going to see more of that in the next few months with so much uh, so much tech coming out with fractionalization and stuff. So it's going to be cool to see how devs and things can continue to implement that yeah. into what they do.
0: That's how early we are.
1: Yeah, we're, The yeah. fact that
0: we're having this conversation and that it hasn't really come out just yet and fractionalization is its, its inception is how early we are because soon I'll be able to tell my homies like, Okay, you can't buy a punk because you're priced out, but you can buy this like a stock. Like, you know how people believe in like Amazon and this and that. They want to invest in these companies. You can buy a fraction, just like how it's always been for Bitcoin. Like people are like, oh, yeah, okay, when need to buy Bitcoin. You need to buy one full freaking Bitcoin. Again, and you can buy a $100 in Bitcoin, right? Mm-hmm. So I can't wait for it to be with NFTs because there's something about the avatars. That's why I'm so decoupled when it comes to the NFTs. We're so decoupled from currency, in my opinion one yeah. ETH is one ETH and I don't think you know yeah maybe ETH is ripping so there's less volume right now and the gas fees are too high but it's not going to last much longer I think we're coding the couple because there's this thing that's drawing us all and what is that? It's
1: art. Yeah it's and art and feels. we're still so early and, institutions yeah. haven't even really started jumping on them wait, wait till that happens and um, and like you said, there's going to be a lot of community guarding when that does happen because we have to be careful. It's great for all of us. It's great for the space, but we have to remember the intentions and wh- where we want things to go. There's going I can only imagine, and, and you know, Jimmy, I think had talked about it on my show that you're gonna start seeing companies even trying to buy out big parts of these brands, and and so it's gonna be really important that we continue to stay vigilant as the space continues to evolve. I have a I have a special guest on stage, Farouk. This uh, master. Chef has been around since basically my first or second show, even when I didn't have many followers. So I really wanted to bring him up uh and have him be able to have a chance to be on the stage with us.
6: What's up guys? How's it going?
1: Going great. Thanks up, for coming up? up, man.
6: No, thank you. I just wanted to first of all say thanks to the both of you. Like you guys are very inspirational and definitely help someone like me that's new to the, the area and like the space uh to feel confident about like the moves that he's making. Cause you see a lot of these random projects well not random like i mean everybody puts hard work into their projects but a lot of these projects just rip past maybe some of the things that you buy and like you kind of feel down about it but like it's all about long term
0: a hundred percent it's always the long term you got to always play the long game
6: yeah and i just love how you said like uh it's all about community and like that's where my question comes in as someone that's new and like is just out here supporting things that he likes like what what would i be able to do to help a community and maybe bring more eyes. Like I see derivative projects of like artists uh, using what they buy and making something cool out of it. I think that brings a lot of eyes, but like, what do you think? Like, what can I do to help? Well, you know, it's like, I,
0: there's a, there's actually a kid in the space Ali, right? He's a cool cat and he's been a follower of mine forever on, on Instagram. And, um, and he actually flew to Montreal where I am. He flew six hours just to meet me for a day and flew back six hours, you know, and it was pretty cool. And uh, and just to chat about things and this and that. And I liked the dedication. And then one day he calls me, he texts me. He's like, bro, I, I just bought a cool cat. I did it. I just had to join the space and, and this and that because you keep talking about it. It was like one East floor, so that ain't well already. But then, you know, when I told him right away, I said, bro, do me a favor. Now that you have the NFT of tea and you're part of this community, don't just sit on it. Get in that discord, chat with people. Build a brand on Twitter, add value to the community, do what you can do best to make this project great, because not only it's going to benefit you in a way, because you're a holder, that's the beautiful thing about NFTs, your own NFT is gaining value by you adding value to it, you know? So you have this financial incentive in the back of your mind as well, but then you have this incentive of building your brand as well that can, that can outgrow any sort of financial incentive. So if you're getting to any community where I see your goat, you got, and if that's what you like, then that's great. The way you can add to it is okay. What are you good at and how can that craft you're good at better the project? Some people is their artists and they make crazy derivatives. And you know what? That brings a lot of ice and they sell them. If they have the IP rights, of course, that's what happened with the apes early on the board ape exploded back then, not just because of the community and the founders, because people were doing crazy derivatives and reselling them for the mint price. Like it was insane. It was incredible because it was the first project through the IP rights thing. Right. I think so. And so, and so, um, and so that's what they were doing. It was nuts, but you know, it's like, find a way, like for me, my value that I bring to the community is obviously, you know, my voice, my spaces, this and that, that's why I'm very careful of the community I bring in that, that I get that I, that I get into myself, right? I try to do a ton, ton, ton of research on it before I go in because I know people are going to sort of follow, you know, the lead. But then if after I'm in, I'm going to do whatever it takes to make that community fly just because I love it. And that's my addition to the space, right? So even in a smaller level, bro, you know, I think that's what you should be focused on. How can you add value to the community that you're joining? no matter the community. It could be ape, cat, goat, oni, uh, punk, anything.
1: I love that answer too, Farouk, because, you know, you know, I had a lot of, I was kind of in that same boat. I wasn't an artist. I've been in crypto for so long and I just loved the NFT community. I had that same kind of dilemma uh, early on uh, in May and June. I was trying to figure out what, what I could do, how I could help um, kind of, Transition and help people in the space or add value. And I think like. Farouk said, like, whatever you enjoy, whatever you're good at, you know, the one really important thing about community, and you can see it from the major artists, like Fuosius is a perfect example of all of the people that he brought up with him. He did collabs with artists. He continued, as he was getting bigger and more people were finding him, he brought all of his friends and all of the artists that he was friends with along too, because he was constantly building other people up. And it reminds me of, I've got got a gutter cat a friend named Logan Op, and he's helping me build a discord um, for the Crazy About Crypto show. I don't really understand the servers and the tech behind it. And so he was like, hey, let me help you do this. And so he, that's going to help him, you know, get exposure. He's helping me do something. Now I can help promote him. Always find people that need help doing something that you're good at and add value to them. Because as you add value to someone else, as you give them something, they're going to continue to want to help build you up and I think too many people in this space they're always looking up, they're always looking at oh who's at the top, how do I get their attention, how do I get them to talk about me well don't do that, look out under you, look at the people that you can help look at the people that you can help promote because those are some of the people that may be the next big thing in the space and so you know it's always about building that community and if those people like uh, if you can't get the attention of someone that's okay that's okay because maybe as you continue to build you'll, you'll grow that space where you'll become bigger as well Um, but at this point even eating a small piece of a a big pie is going to do you a lot so just find what you enjoy and continue to help in that way i think it's big rahul is on stage and he uh i want to give him a shout out i think this may be your first show but i see that you already followed uh the gutter or the crazy about crypto show and i'm so glad that you're going to be part of this man i know rahul oh yeah go ahead rahul
0: Rahul's the yep. fucking clubhouse mascot, boy.
1: Hey, yep. see, that's what I love to hear. I knew I needed to bring him up. He's been, re- he requested immediately at the start of the show. <laughs> I was like, this guy has to come on stage.
0: Bro, Rahul, Rahul, bro, Rahul, I've had FaceTime with him and everything. I think Rahul's yeah. been one of my strongest supporters oh, in God. the space. I'm glad like, I brought I him up. Clubhouse. And, bro, he has not missed a single clubhouse room of mine, and I've hosted like 500. Oh, wow. Like, it's insane. Yeah, Rahul's a real one.
1: That's what, what community is all about, right? What? is big that's you're such a see Rahul you getting that yeah. shout out too that's that's what community's all about those people that have been around the I, I know like Master Chef the people that have been here since the beginning of my show it just means so much to us because without without you we, we're not anything you know you can't you can't build a community without people that appreciate what you're doing so thank you for for being such a big part of Farouk's journey go ahead yeah
3: you're most welcome and Farouk uh, it's good to see you and uh I know you've been traveling quite a bit and. I've been seeing your uh, posts and everything, so really love what you're doing and uh, and also, um, the, I love the yeah the show amazing. Actually, um, uh, this yeah my first time here, but uh, glad to be here. And actually, um, my question, I have like two questions for Ferg, but uh, what has been the best part uh, of your NFT journey so far? And um, I know you've hosted so many rooms with like big celebrities like Snoop Dogg and Calvin Harris. Like I've been in you know, all all your rooms and. Just so wanted to know who uh, would it be next in line. Like, who would he like to host on like club outs or say like Twitter Spaces? So, uh, yeah, those are the two questions. And yeah, thanks so much for for having me on here, and I really appreciate it. So yeah, thank you.
0: Thanks, bro. Um, so first question. are a really good questions. Um, first question. You you asked what was my my favorite moment. Is that what, what it was?
3: Yeah, yeah, favorite like experience slash, yeah okay. moment of like your NFT journey. Favorite totally yeah.
0: experience. Um, I gotta say, I mean. I got to say, really, when I first found out about the board Apes, and we did a clubhouse room with like 500 apes, and then for three days, we did not sleep. Like, literally, we stayed on clubhouse 36 hours straight. It was crazy. Uh, and the whole week as well. And then we, what we did is, <laughs> so <laughs> we had like a room with like 200 apes, and we would do ape sounds, and we'd go, Woo, and then we would go, <laughs> and we'd crash, up and then we'd go to a clubhouse room, and then obviously, because I had a big following, they would add me up and mod me. But little did they know, I would invite 100 board, uh, board Apes on the stage because there's unlimited amounts of speakers there, and we'd all be silent. And then people would be like, wait, what the hell is going on here? Like, they didn't understand. And then I would go, and then I would go, I would start doing, hoo, 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 ha, ha, ha. and then like 100 of us, 200 of us would start making ape noises. And then when I would say banana split, we would all go back to the main room that someone was still holding and go and regroup. And so we made the apes so big. There's videos out there. So I got to say, like, when I bought my board ape, that was one of my favorite moments ever, ever, ever in the NFT space. And uh, another one I, I can't forget I mean, that famous room I told you guys about. I mean, when I found out about NFTs and I, I stayed in that room till four or five in the morning and I felt this like thing inside of me and I was like, whoa. And then the next day when I bought my first NFT, I actually broke my desk chair. Uh, it was Aku by Micah Johnson and when i bought it uh, i just literally smashed my chair on the floor i was so excited and happy i was like oh my god it just did something i was like <laughs> oh my god and it, it literally like messed it up and um and that and there's just so many special moments like you know when you've hosted so many so many rooms like hundreds i'm um, two three i am 2 three hundred, i do not know i don't I, I really don't know how many and i will go back to my camera roll cuz i take screenshots like you know even like Steve Aoki telling me that one of the best conversations he's had in his life was the one I hosted for him. Or, like, when I I hosted Paris Hilton's Drop, the Crypto Queens, and I had a stage full of women. And it was about, like, just, like, celebrating iconic Crypto Queens and just shedding light on, like, women in the space. Or, like, it's just, like, so many special moments. Like, life-changing moments. and Or, like, I don't even know. It's just it's just there's so much it's like every time I host I finish by like congratulations to the NFT space you know whether it's like when I was hosting Blau or like I there's so many but those are my top ones that really come to mind it's like my first NFT and the Board Ape Yacht Club Inception when we start started first the room and the fun stuff that came out of it because it was really really um really special um special moments I, I but then You know, from hosting, you know, fundraiser rooms on Clubhouse and seeing John Ledger, XCO T-Mobile come in and drop like $25,000 for someone to be able to get a new kidney. Like, it's just, there's just so, there's been so, so many special times with the fam uh, that I can't even just like trying to put them one before the other. Uh, But then your other question was, I got so lost in this one because it reminded me of so much, like even like Calvin Harris, when I hosted him for the first time. And I asked him like, and you guys know obviously Kevin is the most streamed DJ on the planet. Like there's the number two doesn't even come close to Calvin Harris. And when I hosted his job, I hosted him like four or five times, but the first time, uh, I asked him, I said, Calvin, you know, what drew you to the NFT space? You know, because obviously, you know, he was at a place where he's 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 pretty well off. And he said something along the lines of, and don't quote me, it was along those lines, he said, you know, when when you when you when you've made it to a certain point you kind of feel like disconnected, right. From, from your, from like, from reality in a way, but NFTs just gave him a second, like, you know, a second reason to create a something, you know, like something along those lines and that just gave me shivers and it stayed with me to, for someone that came to say that just like all these moments made me really understand that I was really at the right place and that I had to just keep building. It was uh, a lot of special moments. It's like giving me goosebumps. It's like, There's been so many, so many special moments. Like, even, there's so many of them. I could keep going, but, like, when uh, Jr., who, uh, one of the co-founders of Oniforce, called me, and he's like, bro, like, I quit my job. He was, I think he was a a kindergarten art teacher or somebody who was an art teacher. He's like, yo, I quit my job, and I can now dedicate my life to the NFT space. Thank you. It's like, I remember when he was just grinding on Clubhouse seven months ago, trying to get on stages, and, like, Jake Paul, and Blau, who I was hosting bought his art on stage, you know, like, it's just like, there's just been so many cool shit. And it's been just incredible. Like, now from the non-celebrity side at all, like, just like the celebrities of art space, right? Hosting Fuo and Christie's three clubhouse rooms in the Twitter space to talk about Fuwocious's trauma and what he's gone through since he was 14 and the story of, of abuse and, and how he came out of that and is now one of the, if not the most respected and, and successful individual in the space, like, that was so special, like, people sharing the life stories and him being able to inspire through art and just show people that you can make it, no matter your background. That, or, like, seeing Fuck Renders sell out, or seeing my boys from Artifact Studios sell out in three minutes, and now what they're building. Yes. Like, I've known Zapsio for, like, six years, fam. Like, we come from the same space. I've known him for six years. We met again in the space, like, it's just, there's been too many for me to just give you <laughs> one answer, but that leads me to my second answer on your other question, which was what I'm looking forward to hosting the most is, I'm just, you know, there's a lot of rooms planned. You guys are going to be pulling your away from the next one. I think it's going to be tomorrow. I'm not sure. I'm just finalizing, but it's probably tomorrow, which just kicks me back to my roots. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's really exciting. Uh, speaking of, you know, a big auction house sale and, and speaking of monkeys here at Ave So it's going to be related to that, but this stuff like that. Just like, I don't know what's next. I just hosted Mike Tyson like a week or two ago. It was crazy. Like, it's just, it's just, there's all these moments. I, I don't know who I'm excited to host next. I'm just excited just to keep hosting it. I'm, I, I, I'm going to be on every single day. There's not a day I'm not hosting
1: Yes, that's what I'm talking about, Froak. That's Mm. what I love about you. You just constantly are grinding. You don't give up. You just the the passion and the conviction. You just feel it. uh, And just like I love the energy you bring. I think that's uh, what draws so many people to you because you're just you're so authentic. And and I I appreciate so much. I think that's why your your shows and your your events are so uh, engaging. Is because you're you're all in. You're you're there. And I think that's uh, a really important lesson for anyone in the space. You got to be. Be all in and be there uh, to be to be able to make it, man. I, I want to respect your time. So there are so many people that want to come on stage. It's up to you if you, if you do a few more questions or, or what your time frame looks like here.
0: I'm I'm I, I could stay on for twelve hours, bro. You got <laughs>
5: you good.
1: Okay, I, <laughs> all right. We're gonna bring up we'll bring <laughs> if up you another one then.
0: questions if people or if people want to type questions in your pin tweet and you want to read them out if it's easier anything you want but so we out here I'm, well, I'm good I've got good. <laughs> I've got
1: two more for sure that I want to bring up one is uh, Tommy Tutone who's another one that's just always been at this show and I think this is where you know this is my chance what, you talked about that moment you had a show really blow up this is by far I think the biggest show I've had and and it feel like this is my opportunity to give back to some of the people that are constantly here letting them come up on stage and ask questions and going back to you know the question that Master Chef asked and that you kind of shouted out Rahul for like when you engage in a community and really get involved that's when you're able to kind of stand out in the crowd and I just I think I got a to- continue to talk about that because people uh you want exposure you also have to put in the energy and that that time to help build the community as well so i wanted to bring two-tone tommy up here who who just by the way he has the number one uh, rarest gutter cat in in uh all of the metaverse. oh so. shit really yeah so here he is hey, what up what up What's going? Yo, on?
0: I gotta start looking into these rarities and all these traits and this and that for the garlic cat. If I'm about
5: to join, yeah,
1: that's right. <laughs> What's going on, Tommy?
5: Hey, so uh, you know, I, I jump up here, pretty much every show that I can get on, and uh, you know, I'm probably gonna gonna make it a little little boring, but I'm gonna ask the same same question that I, I think I ask on every show because I'm just curious in everybody's different take on this. So um, I, I guess my question to you is gonna be, uh, what? Um, uh, let's say either, you know, you're looking at a roadmap for a new project or, you know, you're looking at a project that, you know, you're wanting to see something out of just, just curious, you know, what innovative thing that you haven't seen thus far in a project, would you, you know, be interested in seeing uh, a developer do, uh, with that project? What direction, like, do you think you'd like it to take?
0: If I share the alpha, I'm not going to be able to create it. (laughs) um why would i be excited to see in a roadmap that i haven't seen yet Hmm. i don't know i i would like to see less than more actually like because i was talking about that earlier but a lot of people they're they're over promising and under delivering and i i'm a big fan of of the the other way around i want them to under promise and then out of a sudden, like boom, like there's this big thing that happens, and like what? And like you should have been on board of that. But what have I not seen? Hmm. I don't know. I feel like we're seeing a lot right now. Um, just more access, more, more, more tokenizing like the project and giving ownership to people. More just uh more access, more added utility, more uh real life like experiences like in person you know uh more of that stuff you know like get togethers and this, this and that depending on if you own that nft uh because that really brings people together like i on, on the last i was on a trip for six weeks uh i started in new york and france for a month in london um and i'm back in canada now but like i made the point that everywhere i went i was meeting people from the space and we're all like instant best friends it's really special uh, it's like we've known each other for 20 years, but yet again, I've only known them through social media for a couple months. Uh, and, and you know, more in person, more of that stuff. But I know, you know, obviously, with COVID and all the good stuff, it's a little harder now, But, you know, more more of that. Like when I got the merch, like even Dee's last time was talking about how he's happy with his merch from a certain project. I was just mentioning my coffee mug from the cat side. It's something so simple, but it makes me happy. I mean, more of that, more merging both worlds
5: so so meetups merch um underpromising overdelivering it sounds to me like you just described the gutter cats <laughs> just
1: saying i knew you, you, i knew I, tommy was going to come style. up here
0: that is psyops. That is psyops. You planned this from the get-go. That's why you got me to come on here. No. You're bringing up gutter cat solely. I get it. I've been played. <laughs> no,
1: no, no. We gotta bring. It. <laughs> no, but it is. I think the gutter cat gang community. Once you get uh, dive in, you're gonna you you may uh, drink the gutter Kool Aid a little bit. You're gonna love what? the people in the the community in the gutter cat gang. I already know it. It just Real like I
5: do have to say, you know, it, it just, it, it startled me when you said under promise and over deliver. Um, and I think that's just why I said gutter cats, because that's exactly what they do. We sit here for two weeks with nothing and it's silent and the devs, when they're asked about things, they kind of tiptoe around what they're doing. You know, they don't really give too much information. And then all of a sudden we get an announcement that's five pages long, you know, it takes up, you know, I like that, it's two like the Discord, you know, yeah yeah so. yeah, reminds, like, the did that.
1: yeah. the apes are really good at it. you know the ape developers are so so often in the background it's just insane they're they're always they're building and you have no idea like the mutants was just like out of nowhere and then it launched and you know it's just uh, such a beautiful thing and seeing the seeing these communities do that where you, those are the projects that are going to take off that when when you're not out there shilling non-stop when you have a developer that just talks and talks and talks and never is showing you anything Anything I, I take every day. Someone that is building quietly, and then when they have an announcement, it's just massive. Uh, and that's what the the blue chip projects always seem to do. Uh, that's why they make it, and so it's exciting. Yeah. All right, Farouk, I'm gonna. Like, I'm. I, I've been bringing up some. I brought up two gutter cats. Now I'm bringing up an eight ape. ape. Let's you know, go. So we got Bitcoin profit. Bitcoin profit. I know this is your first show, and I was just DMing you. It means a lot that you uh, found the show today. Uh, thank you, Farouk, for being kind of a, a, an awareness to the show because I think in this show I've gotten over. 200 followers just in the last hour and a half. So I really appreciate you uh, coming on. I mean, let's
2: go. We so. like that.
1: All right. We like that. What's going <laughs> on Bitcoin profit.
2: What's up? What's up? Great to be here for Thank you guys. Thank you guys so much. Um, this is awesome. So yeah, this is my only board ape, but you know what? I love it. I love the community. I think the community, the NFT community is such a harmonious place where, Everyone wants everyone else to win and be successful. And I'm very heavily into the crypto world and it's so different. This is such a positive, some game and Farouk Cacment did you guys are really at the forefront of it. So thank you both. Um, Farouk question for you, um, actually two questions for you. What do you see is the, what's the future of the NFT space? If you zoom out, look ahead, two to three, five years from now, what do you want it to look like? What do you see? Um, my second question is to get to know you a little bit better. If you could spend a day with any person, alive or dead, living or dead, from any time in history, who would it be? Oh, God, that question, uh, that's always a good That one. second
0: question is, Kanye, fucking love that guy. Been a fan since I'm a child, and I just want to get into his brain. I feel like I could smoke one up with him and just talk about the world and so many different things, like history, religion, art, culture, and just go at it for hours. I know it might sound basic but it's just like I'm just like I gotta get into this man's brain. Uh and dead or alive. Right? And there's a lot of people even that I wish I could spend some time with and pick their time, but uh right now it's hard to, to think about it. I just I just have my vision on on, on uh I, my dreams to become a great. And because there's a lot of good people, but there's very few greats and I see certain people as greats like the Kanye's and his Kobe, rest in peace. Like that's someone you're talking about dead or alive, would have loved to have a talk with him and about that man by mentality, right? It's like relentless or alive, just Jordan, Drake, just LeBron. Like there's so many, these people, they're, they're greats of this world. They're just building in a way and it's just like no matter what they've come through or people have to try to stop them, they've still managed to get to where they're at. There's that, I mean, of course, having a solid conversation with Elon would be fun, especially about NFTs. But uh, when you talk about the first question where I see this going in the next two to five years, the answer is, I don't really know, you know, because I'm living it for the future, and the thing is this, that for the present, for the present, and the space is growing so damn fast, like six months ago, we would have probably never guessed that we're here today, six months later, right? Like God knows, I mean the, it's it's only it's only getting bigger it's It's gonna be two to five years, you know, in my opinion, we're fully mainstream. Uh every single person has a wallet. Um, everybody knows exactly what Bitcoin and Ethereum is. Uh everyone knows how to buy an NFT and if not has their first NFT. Meaning like right now, we just writing stats. I made a whole thread. Everybody should go read it about NFT stats in, in, in August. Uh we're only at 200,000 active wallets in that in that month of August with three billion dollars, three point three billion dollars of, of of volume, uh with only two hundred thousand. In two to five years, at this pace of growth. There's the wallet numbers is gonna be in the tens of millions, right? So that's what I see. It's just continuous growth. And that does that does not mean, oh, uh up only, just we're keep gonna keep making money, 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 parabolic in this. There's gonna be projects gonna come and go. Uh some of them are gonna be present, some of them are not. But you, you know, again, we had a whole hour conversation on which projects and how we think certain are gonna survive like the communities and the founders, but you know, two to five years it's it's gonna be completely mainstream. T V radio um rap songs i mean we're only going there i think i think it's quite obvious actually in my opinion i see it so clear you know
2: totally right i i i agree with you a thousand percent and to dive in a little deeper to what you just said i kind of envision either video games or something that combine elements of you know the gutter cats you could pick your gutter cat as like an avatar in a video game and you could play alongside with apes with punks you know in this in this huge metaverse or in some in a bunch of metaverses going from world to world in whatever avatar you like especially in the form of you know one of these um projects that today are we're just minting today or that we're just that just came out three six months ago um so your guess is i, I think you're totally right this is going to become so ubiquitous it'll take over all of our lives and imagine the kids that today are oh my god 10, 11 15 years old you know that are the future of not just the gaming world but also financially when they inherit assets you know they're going to be buying nfts maybe they're going to buy some analog art but it's really going to be digital that's the that's it's it's just imagining where we're going as a as a society with the with the ingenuity behind it is really astounding i so,
0: mean the, the future the future you know we're going to a space where you know i i've been a community builder forever and community builders and managers we're not getting paid that much and we're living in a Time where community builders are going to get paid more than attorneys right now. Uh, on, and I'm talking about pure salaries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember, who, which company was it that were hiring a community manager for 150K a year? I forgot it went viral not long ago. But, you know, the community builders, like even the people in this space right now are building community uh, with their own avatars, with their own projects, with their own space. Like, we're, we're all doing that. I mean, I'm doing that. I know CAC's doing that, and a bunch of people are doing that. I think, you know, two to five years is going to be a billionaire community builder. Literally. You know know how like back then we say a sportsman is never going to become a billionaire. We saw Tiger Woods hit that. We saw Michael Jordan become a billionaire. We saw LeBron James. I think Ronaldo's on his way, if not already. Like all this stuff, like sports people. You're going to see community builders and social media uh, faces become billionaires as well. But that's going to change the whole financial spectrum and political spectrum and ecosystem as well because we are breeding the next president of America. We are breeding the next Bill Gates, the next Jeff Bezos, the next is what's their mentality? They're gonna have Web 3.0 mentality. Now people can say me I'm utopic and I'm thinking of utopia, but when you think about it, the culture is changing so much and people's mindset from a I'm gonna make it to wag me right. We like to tweet that shit, but it's Mm -hmm. true. You know that one day you're gonna have POTUS tweeting GM and making sure everybody's (laughs) happy. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, we're we're literally, you're seeing in web 3.0, the next biggest politicians, sports personalities, TV hosts, radio hosts, uh, artists, artists. The the next Picasso is here, you know? Mm -hmm. And they're all, all, all between web 3.0. That's why when I talk about this space to people like outside of it, I'm so excited because, like, I wake up and I feel like I'm in the 1500s and my homies learn Leonardo da Vinci. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, like, it's the start of the biggest thing to have ever hit us. That's why I'm so freaking long is because in 10 years, I'm even more excited by how people are going to be and behave and act. Because I just know that we're changing everything. We're, we're changing absolutely everything. To, to- if you notice, everyone's joining the space because they love our energy. Not for something else. They love our avatars. The board Apes look dope. And the punks are cool and the cool cats are cute and shit. But like the they're coming because our energy is different. We're literally built different
1: to us, you know, it's normal already. And so it's so weird interacting with what, you know, say, people say normies, but it's so true. I mean, we are seeing the future. It's almost like it's, it, I feel like I'm in the twilight zone sometimes, like looking and seeing what's going to happen. And people are just walking around day-to-day life and have no clue what's what's happening right behind, like in front of their eyes, if they just look in the right place. And and it makes me think, you know, Jeff Bezos, if he had this feeling in West Web 2.0 of, you know, building this or the evolution of how it just kept growing. I mean, it's there. But the cool thing is that for us, like you said, it's all about community and and it's such a positive space and we are going to continue to protect that part of it because, you know, we're always going to have people that could be bad actors. But in evolution of life and humanity, uh, good always wins over time. And this is going to be just continue to amplify that and that's what's so cool about this space is that we choose to be in that that company you can get into crypto uh political crypto and it's just or political twitter and it's such a down you know it's just a downer you just feel bad people are people talk shit on each other and then you come into the crypto twitter and it's just like you like you said for positive vibes no one cares about you know what you believe because it's all it's it's just we're all in this together. We can live our normal lives in our day to day, and we can continue to build a positive place. And positivity it will always win, and so that should alone make you bullish on this space. Um, I always, always I always respect in these spaces when you, I'm scrolling through, and there's people that don't have an avatar yet because I know coming into some of these <laughs> these Twitter spaces, I've had some people already tell me that they have um, some someone from their community and they get freaked out by all of the weird animals and stuff. They're like, I'm out. This is such a weird thing. So I always <laughs> love when I see people on Twitter that haven't really jumped 100% in or they don't have that avatar yet and they're still here and they're learning. It just makes me so excited. And uh, Bobby was one of those people that has been requesting to come up that I just, he, he has, you know, someone that it looks like is learning about this space. So Bobby, welcome to the stage, man.
5: What up, Bobby?
3: Hey, can you hear me?
1: Yeah, we can hear you.
3: Yeah, I'm still, uh, that's, just, that's still me, the avatar. That's just a human version of myself.
1: Um, <laughs> Love it. Yeah,
3: my, what, what's my, thing with the, <laughs> my thing with the profile picture is like the ones I want, I can't afford yet. You know, I own a couple, but like, you know, the whole idea of buy the shit you like, buy the shit you really dig, you know, I have a few that I like, but like. I don't have the, I can't I don't have the ETH yet but the ones I want to throw up as my profile photo
1: Yeah, I respect that, but then that also, that's where, like, I do think, like, the evolution of the community, right, as new people come in, that's when these new, really strong communities emerge of people that find the next project that they like, and that's just, this is the evolution of the space, too, of, like, the the apes and the punks, you know, not everyone is going to be an ape or a punk, like, like, there's going to be the next big thing that we're all looking at, I mean, World of Women is a perfect example, they came later, and they're killing it, And it's just about, you know, finding that next thing that you really vibe with. And, and, and like with the gutter cats, I've had my gutter cat, uh, when the floor was like 0.3, 0.4, but, but I was committed to the community. I was like, this is going to be the one that I vibe with. I'm going with them to the moon. I I'll stay with them. And so just find the one you really vibe with. Maybe your budget's not Fifteen twenty ETH but there's got to be a community out there you know that just you go in the discord or you see them on twitter and you're like wow I really like this it's a it's a good vibe so so don't get discouraged by like the lack of ETH because there's so many communities that are going to keep popping but but well, I'm so glad your your profile picture and, and having it as yourself I love that journey of just like that just you know Steph Curry also had his own picture up but now he doesn't so it's just that journey for everyone and and it's a long for the ride so I'm glad you're here um d- go ahead with your question
3: um i'm actually i'm struggling i think i'm I, I kind of i had a question when i raised my hand earlier i think maybe you guys answered it i mean i was kind of you know i was just thinking about you know how did you how do you go about telling the difference between you know a community that's building up from the ground up a new discord a new a new drop and there's I'm seeing I'm pretty new I've been in for like a month and I'm like in the discords I'm learning I'm watching but I'm seeing this strange thing where you know it's like people also like they know the game and they know that the, even like the places where the community's not going to be built where it's not real where the people's heart Aren't in it. They still know that they have to like play the part, and there's like this kind of weird thing going on. So I guess I don't know. um I guess how do you kind of what do you look for when you look for a community? I mean, it's just it's pure engagement. It's pure. That's know, a like, good
0: question. I'll, I'll tell you what. Really you good what. question. It's not just pure. It's not just pure engagement because a lot of communities just a lot of them remind me of like those shitcoin groups where people yeah. would be so excited and then we're waiting for news and the shitcoin and DeFi would like pop up right remember and like you go in there it's like all fake like it's fake engagement it's fake community it's just like everyone's there just for their bad right um what i look for really is the feel good it's the vibe check um i have my own i guess my vibe check radar is pretty good but <laughs> cause i got used to it but it's just like how authentic is this community and how 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 much are they really uh willing to be here for the long ride i I've, I've only felt that in joining two discords i've already talked about it, it was a word up in the cool cats when I felt that but uh and I'm sure there's many of them I just can't be in too many discords at once right we all know that's really hard but um it's just I'm just looking for I mean I I don't know if that's I sound crazy but do you guys get that too there's like a certain energy no that that makes sense there's a lot of red flags you know like when you're seeing people use certain words or founders ask for certain things like, oh, let's pump this, let's pump that. Versus when I'm in the cool cat discord or, or town hall and I'm here, Tom, like the dev and one of the co-founders is like, we don't want our project to fly to 10 ETH right away. We just want to grow steadily and slowly because we want to make sure people get value along the way. I'm like, okay, yeah, I fuck with that. You know, I like that. yeah Like, I'm like, okay, this is something I really want to see. Or like projects are like trying to build true culture. You know, it's very important.
1: It's also yeah, really... Go ahead. I, I think it's also really impossible to, uh, like Farouk was saying, he's he's involved in three different strong communities already. And so it's impossible as you get, I mean, I, I spend so much time on the Gutter Cat Gang Discord. It's, so, it's almost impossible when you get really involved in a community to keep uh, trying to find new it's ones. Yeah, because it, it takes a lot of your time and energy. You get really passionate about it. And so while you're exploring, I think what drew me to like the Gutter Cat gutter cat gang before they had exploded and they actually there was a lot of uh fud around the gutter cat gang which is what kind of drew me to them is there was a lot of people saying they weren't going to make it and then i just i was kind of that uh, was
0: incredible how they made it yeah right was insane
1: and so that's what drew me to them is because I was like, if they're uh, – I didn't buy in initially because there were so many people basically shitposting on them. I thought they would go to zero, and I just – after a week and a half, their, their floor kept climbing. I was like, why are, why are these cats still alive? And I went and, and uh, saw the Discord and started researching them more, and it, it just made me so bullish, everything that I researched. So it's like you kind of keep an eye on a project. You don't need to jump in from the mint. You kind of watch them as they're getting going. And I could have told you three weeks ago that the world of women uh, was going to keep going up. You know, I could have told you that the cool cats are going to keep going up. You're going to find those projects that you start to see the community, kind of like I did with yeah. the gutter cats early. And that's when I you want to jump in. You know, don't always FOMO in. Don't FOMO. Yeah, yeah. just watch. and Because they're they're still going to be cheap, you know. You'll be able to find a really great project for one under 1 ETH uh, that's going to go up in value and be... something amazing, you just gotta keep your eyes on kind of everything and I always say the best tell is after the first dip you know, you're actually seeing that with the Mutant Apes right now. Right now There's right a now dip. A so you're going to see, your yeah, you're going to see how strong they are, how many people flip, how low does the floor go, and once it starts building back up, you'll find that community, you're like, okay, now they're going on the, the next stretch. They they found that floor that the people, the weak hands have started to get out. If you really believe now, that's the time to kind of get in is once it kind of, it could go lower for a few more days, maybe well, yeah, a week. Look
0: at the punk floor. The punk floor is down 50 ETH. Yeah, yeah, like,
1: that's a great like, example.
0: It, it's like it's like, but ETH is, but ETH is almost at four thousand. You know what I mean? So in US dollars per se, we're at three hundred fifty-three k, right? But in ETH, and because we think in ETH, we pay in ETH we live in ETH. It's ninety-five from 142 to top. Like for some people, they were priced out and now they're priced back in. Most of them are not, but I'm just saying, like a lot of these things right now are seeing consolidation and the price uh, being way down in ETH. Now's a good time to go look and, and, and look into it. Like even like the world of women, I wasn't looking into it deep again, but carried away. It was just 0.7 not long ago. Like a yeah. week ago, like two, <laughs> barely any time ago, the Cool Cats were an e I I think a week, that same day, it was a week ago? It was not short, not picture, long I, ago. Yeah. I just forget. And then they flew to seven and now they're consolidating, finding their groove around the fours, right? So even think about that. So many people got priced out of the Cool Cats at seven. Now they might be getting repriced in around three and a half, you know? So it's just like wait, study, analyze, vibe check, and then just ape in.
1: Yeah, yeah. You, once you get that conviction moment, I talk about it a lot on the show. Once you have conviction about something, you're vibing with it, like you said, that's that moment you jump in. I love that question, though, because I think there's so many people enter the space in the last month or so, and the, the projects are out of reach. They're expensive. A, cool, a gutter cat now, the cheapest one is like twenty over $20,000. That's insane. You know, and so you once you start to get involved, you know, you're, you'll you be able to find those communities that you see that same potential in, because you know, you kind of see the trajectory that these these projects are on, and the biggest part of it is the developers, what they're doing, but the larger part is the community. If you have a strong community, then uh, you can even... It, it's funny there's one there's a project called shark cove that jerry Maguire 2.0 got in and it was shit and he's basically trying to revive it himself it's uh you're gonna see these communities where people really get excited about them they decide that they're just gonna change the the way people look at them and then they can take even more pride in it so just keep an eye out uh always for for when those moments are happening all right, uh, Farouk. This literally, we could do this all day. This is now hitting all kinds of records for this show. This is by far the longest podcast that I've had. We're going on two hours now, and it doesn't even feel like it's been, you know, thirty minutes. I just the time is flying, and uh, I, I really appreciate you taking extra time to stay on this because this is just so much fun. Um, but I got one more gutter cat gang that wanted to come up, so I know because uh-huh. you're gonna be coming. Oh, there's, psyops. You're you're gonna be uh, joining the gang now. And so you may as well start really vibing with this community, man.
7: <laughs> I'm vibe- hey, <laughs> excited, excited to talk to you. Really excited that you're going to join the gang. Um, had a question about, you know, how we're all building these great communities, adding all this value. And a lot of it is still kind of in the founders hands and they're kind of reaping the rewards and making all the decisions. But then you have projects like the gutter cat Gang, pixel vault who have DAOs forming. Do you think that no doubt for the apes or the punks uh, is kind of going to hold them back in the long run with community not being as bought in or reaping those same rewards?
0: I mean, I think the rewards have been pretty reaped. Um, We're at 50th floor. You know, when you think about it, like that project has made a lot of millionaires. It has made a lot of people rich already. And then they gave us like, I had my ape really early at zero seven, the one I have right now. I have three of them, but I, that one of them I had zero point seven. It's worth fifty five ETH. Plus I got a dog worth five ETH, plus my mutants worth like eight ETH. So I'm looking at like two hundred thousand dollars US with a thousand dollars, right? So right. that alone was already a mega return. I feel like the, the ones like gutter cats doing a DAO, this and that, it's insane. It's phenomenal. It's gonna you know, it's gonna want people to get it even more. But that's what they need to do in order to even get to the ape level you feel me like the apes have like unlocked a level that's just above
7: it's the same time yeah so that's you're looking back and that's all been you know already achieved and that's part of the benefit of being really really early in this space but i'm thinking about going forward and you know the hundreds of millions that the apes especially have raised and you know whether the community gets a say in how the next drop happens you know they they said they're not going to add any more um you know avatars to the space like they did with the mutants um or like you know me bits happen with Larva Labs. um but just i think the community being able to have more of a say is really powerful going forward because we are still so, er- so early still
0: well yeah. yeah i think i think but to your question like i am pro like the dao is being formed uh, i'm personally already drafting an idea that i have for myself that i've spoken to very few people about like two three people that is going to incorporate something like that uh, where people who are part of it are going to be able to make money. Like even if you look at like my, my own NFTs, I dropped three one of one so far. One sold for 1.7, second one sold for 0. 0.16 and then resold for 2.7. The kid made two ETH profit in six weeks. And the last one sold a party, party bid for 17.25 ETH uh, and there's 26 holders. But now what I can do is I can, I can do so much to just bring value to them, and it's just gonna be a play at some point coming from my end that's gonna make sure that I can build something long-lasting, raise funds through the community, but also make sure this community gets funds back and makes money and are able to just build, we can all build together. So I think that the next move is, it, the, what the, the Pixel Vault did and, and what the cats are, uh, the Gutter Cat uh, gang are doing, this and that, the, the DAOs is, is major.
1: I think it's, also, it's I'll sure jump in there too. In the Farouk, because I really agree with you, and I want to add too that it seems the uh, developers around these communities are they watch each other. You know, Pixel Vault's a perfect example of how they just keep adding value. It's just insane how the Punks comic, which sat for months and didn't and didn't sell out, and now the resale value is insane. And so it goes back to kind of what Farouk and I were talking about at the beginning about celebrities that have. Uh, launched nfts that flopped uh, in the last few months because they're not adding value and every every dev any sort of community that's in this space is going to want to continue to add value and i think it's also going to be cool like gutter cat gang may be a proof point right now for other projects and communities to start their own doubt their people are for sure going to watch them you know the merch drop of the gutter cat gang was just unbelievable with doing it as a token that makes it easy to trade and then people can redeem it it whenever they want, which by the way, Farouk, I'll hook you up with Guttercat Gang down or merch too. Uh, but you know what's what's amazing is that you're going to see evolution of ideas, and you know, just like the Guttercat Gang saw the importance of what they did with the Board Ape Kennel Club, and then they did the rats. They learned from them, and so it's just like this intersection of all of these communities learning yeah. and growing from each other.
0: Just wait, because that I'm so. So bullish on the Board of Yacht Club. So bullish. I had to add a third one just because I'm scared I'm going to get priced out of them one day and not own more than one, which happened to me with the punks. I had two punks just a month ago. But um, it's uh, – we're going to – who knows? Maybe they're going to make a like, like That company now just raised $100 million. It's probably worth more now because ETH is flying. But God knows what they can do. And they can do much more than Larvalab. Because we exactly. like, like just, it's going to be nuts. I, and, and if the garden yeah, cats, seen... cats kill it with a DAO, like Cactus just said, maybe another company is going to look at them and just replicate.
7: Exactly. I just want to see the community really be able to make these decisions as well and not just, you know, the few founders, at least after the projects matured
1: yeah and I think we're so yeah. young right all these projects aren't even a year old and you think about something like super rare they built this project for three years before finally they're starting to turn it over and I think I think I, I understand where devs come from they want to make sure that community is so strong you know now with the gutter cat gang and the apes being over 50% unique holders I think that becomes more of a reality even faster than some of these companies like even Uniswap you know they waited uh, over two years before they finally launched their token their DAO token and they're still developing it and so I think conversations like this get me hyped up because I'm so excited about the gutter cat gang DAO but then also I just get reminded of like you know, the gutter cat gang, it's insane that they're even doing the DAO this early because they, they haven't even been, they're three months old, you know, they're infants, <laughs> they're in their infancy, and they're still trying to just do the right things early on. And I think in time, we're going to see every big project do these same things because it, it, it makes sense and the community is going to want that and they're going to, they're going to ask for it. And I think the devs, you know, if the devs are smart, which they are, they listen to the community.
7: Yeah, it really speaks to the crypto ethos, too, the decentralized nature of things.
1: I 100% agree. Man, Farouk. This has been so much fun. I can't I, I, I really, really appreciate you. I know we went back and forth making rounds trying to figure out a time to get on. And the fact that we're gonna make this happen, I'm gonna get you in the gutter cat gang. I'm gonna join the cool cat. It just think shows the intersection of how these communities need to continue to yeah. evolve. It's not it's not against, you know, it's always with. We're always doing this together. And I I'm, did
0: love chatting shit though. It was fun.
1: <laughs> I, was I know you did. I was like pain. you can't. Can't... Everyone loves the rivalry. <laughs> yeah, the cat was, rivalry is so strong, fun. but yeah, but it was
0: fun because it's completely different communities, and I just love like just like fucking around with King Blackboard on, on Twitter and this <laughs> and that, and it triggered so many people. I gotta say, it was just for just for just for jokes, but it's um yeah, it was hell of a lot of fun, and this 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 has been quite a two hours, dude. Yeah, There's still still a lot of people listening. Like I, I, that was fun that. My God, don't you get so excited when you're on
1: Exactly. yeah you know Shit. i especially when you're when you have a platform and as this show grows i imagine we'll be able to get bigger and bigger shows but i gotta i mean this is this community that you've um created and the people that you're bringing into this space like looking at all of the people that this is definitely their first time i mean i usually take some time at the end of shows and uh, i ask you to shill yourself but i don't think there's any. i think a majority of the people in here are here because of you already but uh you have just continually been such a wrecking ball uh, tearing down walls that are between the like mainstream and crypto native and i think that's so powerful and i'm just so excited for the part that you've played in this community i want to thank you and i'm so glad that you took time to come on the show and i want to uh, hopefully we'll continue to help educate people in the space and help grow this space um, but i mean obviously if you don't already follow Farouk, please go hit, hit him up follow him you know subscribe to make sure that you get his tweets because he always is putting out really useful insightful information um and if you if you came late we've been on here for two hours now so i know that some of you didn't just have been some of you have been here the whole time thank you so much this has been so much fun uh, vibing with the community but if you'd missed any of it uh, this also is uploaded on apple and spotify and you can check it out at crazyaboutcryptoshow.com and i will make sure to also, as soon as I get it up, I'll tweet it out so that Farouk and I can share. and if you missed any part of it, then you can listen to it. Um I'll link it so you can find it easily. But, Farouk, you know, any so last cool. words, man, before we we close this out? I've got um i I know that I've been doing all these gutter cat intro and and transitions. I've got one more for you coming up at the end. So do you have anything before we take it away?
0: <laughs> I love that. Uh, man, uh, first of all, thank you. It was fun. I got to say, it's probably like the best podcast I've ever given. I've given a lot, but this is like, I feel like, I don't know. You're a really good host. They were right, man. You just make people feel comfortable. And it's all about the people driving, right the conversation. You know, I when I host, like you know, it's kind of like a maestro, right? You set the stage, you set the conversation, and you let the music play, right? And that's yeah. what you did so well. And I, I was able to just be myself Thank and, uh, so and share, so I can't wait because I feel like, now, when people tell me, because every single friend, you know, we call normies, ask me how to join, where to start. I'm just going to send them this. If you really want to learn, you're going to listen to this for two hours. This is going to save me two hours to explain to you this, right? Because I think we really touched on every single thing. We touched on everything.
1: We really did. And uh, and
0: uh, and um, And, you know, just my message to everyone is just keep going, keep shining, you know, good thoughts, good words, good deeds and uh and you're gonna you're gonna make it in this space we're all gonna make it in this space uh you know because the more you give to it the more you're gonna get away get 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 from it as well uh the community is going to give it back to you tenfold a hundredfold a thousandfold so just keep going you know keep keep your keep your energy high and, and just keep giving to the space because it's we're at day zero we're at the inception inception of the nfts making it it's the, the first year and uh you know i can only imagine what's going to happen uh, in a year, two years, five years, ten years, let alone even things could change tomorrow. So it's uh, it's quite incredible. Just keep going.
1: You know, it's been such a quick two hours. The positivity in this space is just going to continue to grow. I'm so excited. I'm. I. I uh, am. I just. I can't keep smiling that we're going to try to figure out a way to continue to show the intersectionality between these communities too. That you know, you trust me and I trust you. And you may not know 100% what's going on behind the scenes with the gutter cat, and I may not know what's going on with the cool cats. But because of the friendship we have now, we can continue to help build the space uh with each other and show what community is all about and that's th- that example is what is going to continue happening in this space over and over and i just i love uh what what happened in this show in the last two hours and i really appreciate um i know i already knew because i've listened to you but i know that you th- this may be your first time um hanging out with with us for oak and i've just found a really good friend today so i appreciate that
0: Right back at you, bro. And I can't wait to do this trade right after this. Let's uh, go.
1: All right, here we go. This is uh, this has been another episode of the Crazy About Crypto show.
0: This has been another production of Gutter Cat Studios. All
8: conversations with Crazy Carl are for educational purposes only. You should never take financial advice from a cat or anybody really, especially financial advisors. Take control of your own financial future and do your
4: own research always. That's all for now. Until next time, we'll see you in the metaverse.